This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to a very special uh, bonus episode of Adaptation Decay that's showing up on your regular feed. Watch out for Fireballs listeners. Yes. So, uh, you know, we talk about it sometimes on different shows, but we really don't talk about it enough that we have this whole other show that we've been doing for several years um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is actually, uh, I don't know, it's a lot of fun to it's make. It's like a secret wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our secret wife. Yeah, guys. We're, we're we're baseball players. We got families all over all over the yep. country. This one. Welcome to Secret Wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's adaptation decay. It's a show um, whose remit seems kind of simple, like talking about bad ways that uh, video games, not bad ways, talking about the ways that video games mm-hmm. are adapted into other media. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. that has bad movies, but sometimes it's kind of cool stuff. Like I don't know. Did you know that the Maniac Mansion television show was kind of good? Yeah, kind of funny and good. Yeah. You know, there, there's uh, there's good stuff in there. It's mostly bad, but regardless of which, it is a source of very fun goofs. Yes. Um, and we like the show a lot, and we wanted to throw it out there so people know what they are missing. Yes. So when we say, like, hey, if you patronize us at $10 a month, you get uh, this huge backlog of premium content, but you also get an ad- episode of Adaptation Decay once per month. You don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you do with this free sample. Um, this is our episode about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, legendary cinematic disaster and secret good movie. And, uh, we, we talk about <laughs> secret movie. Being, that's fun to watch. It's very fun. <laughs> like this is a pleasurable experience. And, uh, I think that comes through in the recording and, uh, yeah, we just want to give everybody a sample. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment in this is the one where I think it's the only time I've where ever, cry? where I've intentionally tried to make you cry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's usually it's the other way around. So like people, are, people are gonna be curious about that, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's it's very good. It's a very fun episode. It's a movie I actually really really like. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So this. Uh. And if you uh, if you've already heard it, if you're already a ten dollar backer, you can use this opportunity to uh, come to a, a crossroads. You can either revisit mm-hmm. this episode through the convenience of your main feed, or uh, you can delete it. Yeah. Through the convenience of your main finger. Um, you can choose whichever 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 finger you have chosen as your main turn the main finger leftwise yep (laughs) uh, swipe it leftwise Uh, turn the center side uh, topwise topwise yeah Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so uh, and if you don't currently have access to this it's as simple as going to patreon.com slash duckbtv pledging ten dollars a month and you get access to all of them all of them are there there are 21 as of the time we're recording this i think 22 by the time somebody hears this Yes. So it's, uh, you know, they're, they tend to be, uh, you know, somewhere between an hour and two hours. So 22 hours of just kind of bonus content, mm-hmm. kabam, uh, on top of 60 Object Sufferings and a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. Can all be yours. It's all the uh, the fire hose, what we've been calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, check it out if you want. And uh, here's a sample of what is there. Mamma Mia. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Adaptation Decay, the uh, premium show for DuckFeed patrons, where we look at how people have tried and failed to adapt video games to other media. Yes. And this week we are going back to kind of the beginning of big Hollywood film versions of video games um, with Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. We always knew we'd do this. We just didn't want to start with it. 
Right. Because it's it's the generic thing to do if you're talking about this stuff. Yeah. Not um, generic, but like the predictable thing. Yeah, definitely. This is what uh, people would expect um, because I think this established the tone. Like this movie is probably a lot of the reason um, why people think that video game movies are bad. That and also 25, 30 years of them never getting them quite of right. Of them being bad. Yeah. 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 Like, I, and I think that like this is bad in a different way than most of them are Ooh, bad. Exactly. I, yeah. I also am going to say. Oh, I, I know what you're going to say. Okay. What's that? Are you? Oh, really? Because uh, oh no, what'd you say? Like I, I what, talked. What, over what was I going to say? What no, you, no say? You, you were going to say that you don't hate this movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like yeah. I actually kind of like this movie. Yeah, this movie. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't seen this movie um, since it came out. Actually, I was looking back through my through my memory and like, no, the the the, the time that I saw this was when my family was on vacation in Myrtle Beach, um, and this was like one of the first times that my mom was honest to me about a piece of media. We went to see it. And we were <laughs> like filling up the car with gas um, at the end of it. I was like, oh my gosh. They're like, and then she's like, that wasn't a good movie, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm six years old. So kind of right in the pocket. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie wasn't very good, Cole. <laughs> Here, here's the thing is that when this came out, like I was super hyped for it. Mm -hmm. Like I was like 13, you know, and I, and I was like mega hyped for it. I really wanted to watch it. I watched it and didn't like it very much. And none of my friends did. We were all like disappointed. And then when I watched I've seen it three times now. I watched it when it came out. I watched it once maybe like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I watched it uh, Saturday night. And now that I've seen it as an adult, mm -hmm. every time I've watched it, I've liked it a little bit more. Oh, wow. And I don't, I don't know why. Like, or, I mean, I do know why. It's because it's really weird. Right, right. So, like, now my values have changed to where it's like now I literally couldn't give less of a shit how much it is loyal to Mario Brothers. Like, <laughs> it's a bad adaptation. Yeah. It's a weird movie though it is it is super weird and like the story of its production is is, is kind of amazing too yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's been post-mortem to death like there's right. so many like oral histories and post-mortems of this movie because it's a, it's one of the big movie cinematic disasters right right like it's a big ishtar kind of thing <laughs> um and so you can read about the origins of it it doesn't change what's on the screen which just has this feeling of like like it's not quite gremlins 2 level like joy and audacity that right, i take right. but it is just like Somebody thought this was a good idea. Yeah. You know, like, and like, yeah. oh, that happened. Oh, like, hey, kids, you want to see jo Yoshi get stabbed in the neck? Like, <laughs> you can yeah. in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, <laughs> the, the fact that somebody saw fit to hire the directors of Max Headroom to make Mario into a kind of Blade Runner movie um, yes. is ridiculous to me. I can I can just get, it just feels like proof that we're in a simulation or something. <laughs> or that we're not, you know, like, that, like right. this is this is so unlikely as to be, it's like, uh, have you ever heard that there's like a philosophical trick? Like if you're worried that um, you are uh, you don't actually exist and you are a head in a jar mm -hmm. or that you are being dreamed by like a giant turtle or something like that. Um, one way to feel essentially secure is uh, keep a book of limericks that by your bed that you've never read. Okay. And if you pick if you're ever feeling existentially insecure, pick one up and read it because your okay. brain cannot make up a perfect limerick instantly. Right. Right. And nobody's brain can. So if that's happening, then you're not in a simulation. You're not in, you know, you're not somebody, you're not somebody's dream. Yeah. You could still be in a simulation that like simulated the thing, but you're not in a dream. Mm -hmm. You're not yeah. dreaming. You, you, you could be in a simulation that completely simulated your entire run. There is no free will and you are just hitting every single mark. Yeah. You could definitely be in like a robot, like a matrix style simulation right, right. where they just program that in, but you couldn't be a dream. Right, right. So this is how we know we're not a dream. Yeah. And I feel like the Super Mario Brothers movie has value in that respect. <laughs> right. Like this is not something that anyone would dream because if you were dreaming and you saw this, you'd be like, I know I'm dreaming. 
<laughs> like it's too it's yeah. too fake yeah, like it's like, too stupid <laughs> like this this is the uh this is the uh i think film equivalent of looking at a clock and seeing the hands just spinning around backwards yeah <laughs> it is it is uh it's a real wake-up call it's a real queasy nightmare uh it's real moist <laughs> it's so it moist. like a, it's really like just the pa who just walks around smearing vaseline on like literally every surface yeah like I, I'm, you know, Dennis Hopper's Vaseline man. <laughs> just, like, really yep. to... I, make, I make sure that his cornrows are properly Vaseline. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like... The, 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 that sentence yeah. has never happened before. Did you say Dennis Hopper's cornrows? <laughs> oh yeah, he's playing a lizard king. So of course I. Did. You know? <laughs> like yeah, he's playing. He's playing a reptile lord. So I have to make sure his cornrows are properly greased. Like it is just full of these sentences that are kind of these, you know, uniqueness. And like yeah. I don't think there's a movie like this like there are other failures but every other failure we've done on the show has tried to be more faithful like you can see what they were going for uh-huh and this one you just can't so it like it, i think this is like a genuinely like unique unique movie yeah uh, and there's there's value in that right like it, it's it's cool <laughs> because it's not like uh, i watched this with, with this girl i'm seeing and i'm like she has no interest in video games okay and and i was like it's i'm like you're gonna hate it and she's like why would i watch it i'm like i listen i because i you know i i, I promise you uh, that you've never seen like anything like it, right? Like it's not good, <laughs> but it is so weird that like at the very least, and she spent the whole time slowly shaking her head for like an hour and forty minutes, like the entire time, right. just like mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> nope, <laughs> <laughs> just at every single thing that happened, just no. Yeah, no, no. It was very funny. She was just turning the knob left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty incredible. Yeah. So like. I am really glad this movie exists. Yeah, so, I mean, so it it not only doesn't try to be an adaptation of uh, of, of the thing that you know it, it shares its name with, it doesn't really have a genre that it fits in. I don't. Yeah, like it doesn't it, try to look like another another movie. I mean, aside from like the Blade Runner kind of comparison, you know, with the weird urban dystopia kind of thing, like there there is nothing genre wise that like describes this. I think. Yeah. In, in, a, no, in no, a really f- kind of fully accurate way. It's 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 like a hyper hyper kinetic kids movie, mixed with like a dark gritty, you know, like action movie. Yeah, you know, like an action sci fi movie. But it also has that hyper kinetic like chase. You know, anytime the music starts going, <laughs> you know, that's like what it was trying to make you feel. Yeah. Uh, during it, let's get into it. Let's let's start start talking about the production of this, and we can we can hit these kind of generalities as we go. But like, yeah, I was expecting revisiting this. You know, like the last episode of this show we did was Tomb Raider, which I also liked. Before that, though, we did Alone in the Dark, and I hated Alone in the Dark. Right, and the, right. the process of watching it was not fun bad <laughs> for me. Like this is – I think this is very fun bad. Yeah, yeah. Like at least at least to my mind. Like it's too long. It's, yeah, it's not paced well. There are parts um, of it that are incredibly boring. But... It's very – and like like the first half hour. Yeah. Like it is, it is, it is very boring, which they cut a half hour from. Um <laughs> But it's like I think it is very boring, but like it's still so weird that I can't help but like it. Yeah. Um, so this is as we mentioned, 1993. Uh, I was 13. You were six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just put this in things. And this is a collaboration between Nintendo and uh, Walt Disney Studios. Yeah, Walt Disney Walt kind of came in and bought it from uh, from a smaller production company. Yes, because otherwise it would not have happened. Right. Like I think that was after things that start going to shit. <laughs> um, huge, huge uh, monetary failure. Um, budget of 48 million. Uh, only grossed twenty point nine million, and definitely that is a conservative figure for the budget. 
Um, <laughs> multiple like deconstructions of this I've read say that that's the reported budget, oh, and course. usually that's code for it be the budget being much more than that. Yeah, like there was um uh, like an anecdote from Dennis Hopper saying like, hey, they said this was going to be a five week commitment, it ended up being seventeen weeks. Yeah, um, <laughs> which uh, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So not only was it a uh, financial failure, the critics hated it and fans hated it. Siskel and Eber gave it two thumbs down, uh, and fans didn't know what the fuck. Uh, by fans, yeah, I mean, it, like, people who knew. Yeah, yeah. Like, kid, like the kids were just like, I, I don't I don't get it. Adults who played Mario and liked video games. Like, nobody who was attracted by the Mario name really seemed to come away from this. Like, yep, I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. It was There were only a couple of, like, reluctant... And it, we can't really, um, you know, go through like talking about how that because boy, that was a good sentence. <laughs> we can't really go through talking about how like that. Yeah, but how like uh, that? Yeah, how like that. Um, people thought it was going to be good. Yes, like this had tons of hype, mm-hmm. uh, not just because it was Super Mario Brothers, but because of like the production and stuff. Like people before everything started going to shit, people were like read the pitch. People, you know, variety. People were going to set visits and being like, "Hey, this is something special." Yeah. Like this is going to look like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you know, it started turning as like horror stories started coming from the set. But initially, like not only did people think it was going to be it started with like, hey, kids are going to love this because they love Mario. But people are going to love it, too, because we're going to make a great movie. Right. And then it became it doesn't matter if we make a great movie because kids will love it no matter what. And then it became, uh, you know, we underestimate kids. Fuck, <laughs> you know, we'll never work in this town again. Uh, I mean, for one of the one for one of the producers of this, who also did like the Scarlet Letter adaptation in the same year, he never did work again. Like he, he, he was, he was just out. <laughs> like, Scarlet, Scarlet Letter is a big M, like yeah. a big metallic M that he has on his, his sleeve. <laughs> yep, they branded uh, him. They branded yeah. him. As they rolled him out of town on the on a rail. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and then it eventually became this project needs to end at some point. So yeah, yeah, in, in, in incredible ways, like down to I mean, like this is maybe getting ahead uh, of the thing, but it, down to the uh, the directors, which we'll have to talk about mm-hmm. quite a bit, um, like being like locked out of production. Yeah, like the director of cinematography ultimately ended up finishing it mm-hmm. because the agents of the directors and the studio were like, this has to end, and the people who directed it couldn't visit set. No. Like, we're, we're locked out of it, so it would end. Yeah. Um, the writers uh, could not have any contact um, mm-hmm. with uh, with the directors or production. That isn't super common for them to be super involved, but, like, usually they're consulted or they're rewrites. Um, it doesn't go entirely from the executives to, you know, like the, like the day of shooting. There were so many rewrites, like, down to every single day that the cast just stopped reading them. Yeah. And this is all <laughs> the directors. Yeah. Like, the you know, every anecdote talks about the directors being pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we're, we're, I'm looking in the notes because we're getting ahead of ourselves. What are these people's names? Uh, um, let me, uh, actually, I need to look because I think I just put them down as Max Headroom people. No, Rocky Morton and, uh, Annabelle Jenkel. Yeah. Um, they were, they were garbage. Yeah. Like, they, they were, you know, essentially, like, the, the understanding is they're kind of con men mm-hmm. who got this job, you know, before they should actually have it. And we're just like control freaks and monsters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like like Dennis, just, Dennis Hopper said, like, oh, they're control freaks who don't talk to each other until it's time to make the decision. Yeah, you know, so it's just everyone's sticking in these rewrites. So this is, you know, kills morale. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like the script, which uh, so the original draft of the script um, was the idea that like. And so the reason why Nintendo we'll, we'll back up. We're, yeah. I'm getting very excited about Super <laughs> No, I, I am, too. Yeah, because it, it's it's such an interesting story. Yeah. Um, so the, the studio they originally got is a studio called Light Motive. And Nintendo went with them because they thought they'd have more control. Right. And the initial idea was to, to have a narrative like 
kind of ping pong between the games and movies Mm -hmm. and having different narrative chapters and having them play off each other. Right. Which is fascinating. Like imagine (laughs) like this could have been the canonical Mario Mm two and then Mario three, you know, the actual Mario two video game could Mm -hmm. have followed the plot from this. Yeah. Like you, it would have been this weird transmedia thing Mm -hmm. that is actually like, you know, that's not, I feel like that's never really worked, but it's an idea you didn't see a lot at this time. You know, that's like such an ahead of its time idea. Yeah. You know, um, um, and Nintendo loved it. Like they were just like, that's the cool thing. We want more control. That's where we're going to go with the smaller studio. Yes. Yeah. And you can go and you can find all these old scripts. Um, I've, I've only read them in dribs and drabs uh, just to get a sense for them. But like those early scripts, you know, who knows? Because everything, everything could look good on paper, but like they were not what we, not what we actually got. The problem is, so they shopped one of these early good scripts around and that's how they got people to sign on to it. People like Bob yeah. Hoskins, people, you know, like... <laughs> You know, like Dennis Hopper, these, you know, good actors, right? Yeah. That's how they got this, uh, got this talent. Um, there's a lot of, uh, kind of story about what could have been with this. So they initially approached Harold Ramis to direct this, which would have been, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. That, That's his, that's his wheelhouse. Like he does this kind of supernatural comedy, you know, sci-fi horror kind of thing really well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so they wanted him to do it. He didn't, he decided to pass. Um, so they ended up going with, like, as we mentioned, Rocky Morton and Animal Jenkin. Um, and the only thing they had done was the Max Headroom TV show. Right. So, you know, diet Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, we need to get Brayton in here to do that. Can you just call him into the room? If, if he was home, I would. Okay. Um, the, uh, unfortunately, he's not home. Oh. But um, so they, they uh, you know, they, they signed on, um, which turned out to be the fatal flaw. Um, They're trying to get people for Bowser. Um, they approached Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Keaton, which is interesting, and they turned it down. Right. Um, they approached Tom Hanks for Mario, um, as well as Dennis Hoffman. Uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Dust Hoffman like approached them. He wanted to do he it because, wanted to do uh, it. because his kids, his kids. Yeah. Uh, his kids loved, yeah. uh, loved the games. Um, and then Bob Hoskins, though, because uh, Who Friend Roger Rabbit was such a huge hit, and this was pre-Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. um, he was seen as more profitable than, than Tom Hanks. Yeah. So which, like, in, in retrospect, is silly, but at the time, probably made sense. Yeah. Well, he like he, like he would have brought people in, but he wouldn't have been as high cost as uh, as, as Tom Hanks was. It's, it's not like, oh, who's this Tom Hanks nobody? By this time, he had done um, things like Splash or things like, um, uh, oh gosh, Joe versus the Volcano, these big movies, right? Well, so, Joe versus the Volcano is not a big movie. Like, that, that's, a, that's a big flop. Like this is this oh. is definitely before Tom Hanks was like a big big star. Ah, like nineteen ninety three. Like like the, he, he, he wasn't been... he wasn't a nobody. Right, right. Like, I'm not saying that, but he wasn't like whoa. He wasn't a whoa buddy. Yeah, he, he was in America's everyone. Was... Every, every every man. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, so so I can see that. Yeah, but like so they just decided, hey, Bob Hoskins would go for this, um, and he did. He did it without even knowing what Mario like like what it was. He didn't put two and two together that it was a, a video game thing. It wasn't until his kid came to him and said, like, yeah, uh, the, the play this game and look at it. This is this is what you are. Yes. Um, they hated <laughs> working on it, uh, as we mentioned. Um, Hoskins and Leguizamo were drunk the entire time. Yes. Like, just like, because it was such a garbage nightmare experience. Um, and Dennis Hopper was, uh, super, super (laughs) miserable too. And everyone, uh, there's like a awesome anecdote about Mojo Nixon, who is also in this movie. Like, come on, um, being like genuinely scared of Dennis Hopper on set. Yeah. Like uncomfortable to be around with him, you know, around with him alone. Like the scene they have together, not feeling good about it. Like you just imagine Dennis Hopper just cause Here's the thing about everyone in this movie, uh-huh. uh, especially Dennis Hopper, though. Like, they own it. Oh, yeah. Like, I think Dennis Hopper is kind of great in this Oh, movie. Dennis Hopper is amazing because you he's can tell really he doesn't give fun. a fuck. Yeah, it's it's very fun. Like, he's... <laughs> 
he is really intense and really scary in a way that like I associate with Dennis Hopper. Uh-huh. I certainly don't associate with the Super Mario Brothers. No. <laughs> like the, like the, there is one scene in this movie where I am genuinely afraid for Daisy and and and, and her actress. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's I mean it, I don't mean to make light of it's, it's like we're not just joking because oh Dennis Hopper, Hopper gets real rapey because like, right. it kind of happens. Right? right. It's just that everything he says like it has this like He's playing the same character he plays in Land of the Dead. Yeah. More or less, which I I really like. Mm-hmm. That version of Dennis Hopper that like knows he's in a genre thing, but still kind of wants to be a little bit Frank Booth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you never go full Booth, but like no, you go no. like 60% Booth, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm real into it. Yeah. Yeah. So Dennis Hopper, um, he's got this anecdote, which I think a lot of people know, but if we didn't represent it, uh, we would probably put somebody would write in and it'd be fine. Um, but, um, like his kid asked him like, Hey, why'd you do this thing? Like, why'd you do this terrible movie? And he's like, Oh, I did it so you could, so I could buy you shoes. And his kid said, and who knows if this is true, you know, Dennis Hopper, um, said, I didn't need shoes that bad. That, that reeks of something that like a made up joke. Yeah. It's still it a funny joke though. Yeah. It's still yeah, funny. But it, it yeah. It reminds, uh, like, it know. reminds me of, like, one of my favorite things, uh, like, like, quotes from an actor about a thing they did. Somebody, somebody like, gave Michael Caine shit for the Jaws movie that he did. Like, mm-hmm. Jaws 4 or something like that. I was like, yeah, that movie sucked, but the house it bought was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's okay, just... yeah, like, you're a working actor. Sometimes you have to do shit. <laughs> if you've ever read any interviews um, David Cross has done about the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Oh, yeah. Like, he's really, really, like aggressive and angry to that about that point and that's mm-hmm. his his perspective too but he does not think it's fun mm-hmm. that people like give him shit about it. he's like yeah i need to fucking like this is my job idiots yeah, yeah. you know like I, I just like oh i got to do this thing that like i really want to do because of that like it's not you know and like i'm in mixed feelings about it like integrity is a thing mm-hmm. right so like choosing not you know turning down money is, is it can be a really good thing right, right it's not like any choice you make that results in you getting less money is a worse choice but like mm-hmm. It is uh, – I'm sympathetic to the idea of like, hey, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to put, like put my kids through college. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that I think is is fine. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> it's just weird to think of Arnold Schwarzenegger being Bowser. That would have been amazing too because yeah. he, he wouldn't have like sold it as well, but it, it would have been stiff and weird. It would have yeah. been more traditional bad movie and less like kind of camp yeah. bad movie. Yep. Um, so because of the drinking that we mentioned before, again, Hoskins, like Wazamo, they bonded over this, right? Like, like Wazamo has come around on the movie uh, since uh, since the initial kind of aftermath of it. Hoskins mm-hmm. never never came around. Both of them got injured. Like, this sounds like just an OSHA nightmare. Uh, like Wazamo driving the van drunk broke Hoskins' finger. Yeah. Um, and then one of the directors uh, drove into John Leguizamo and broke his leg. So you yep. can see their casts. The- <laughs> they're painted to look like their clothes or their hand right respectively like you can see it but they tried to get around it yeah there's a terrifying story um in one scene where uh during the like mattress chase down the the water tube slide of ice yeah yeah um where somebody uh loosened the cables because it felt like the the actresses weren't going fast enough uh-huh um and the uh, uh then they all went on break they forgot they'd done it oh no. they came back and got on the thing um, and it was one stunt man, and then all of the uh, like the, you know New Jer- you know New York princesses, right, right, uh, who were all there, and uh, were just speeding down this thing, and it almost result it or did result in a drop of like twenty five feet onto concrete. Oh my or something god! Like that. And like they all just ended up with bruises, like nobody got seriously injured. Yeah. But, like, that happened. Like, it was such a dangerous nightmare. Like, yeah. Uh, people in this big abandoned, like, fucking... It's a big cement uh, like, factory. It's where they shot parts factory. of the crow and also yeah, parts and, of and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. 
it's a uh, this big cement factory where just people are getting injured. <laughs> it was like you know, there's kids on site. Yeah. <laughs> kids on site. Yeah, <laughs> these kids off site. <laughs> please, please, somebody take this camera away from these kids. Uh, oh, Hoskins, uh, in, an, in an interview, says he was stabbed four times, electrocuted, and nearly drowned on set. <laughs> Good God. Um, and then she, this this thing, when you read uh, Shigeru Miyamoto's thing about it, like just like bless, you know, <laughs> God bless him because you're so off base, you beautiful genius, uh, where he thinks the movie is pretty fun, but the problem is it hewed too close to the game. It didn't try to be an entertaining movie. Right. It tried to adapt the games too much. Right. I don't think that's the problem. No. It's like no. there's, there's, there's so few – like Shigeru Miyamoto, there's so few things that I'm better at than he is in general. Right. You know, like I'm not a better game designer. I'm not a better banjo player. But I think I'm better at – evaluating the super mario brothers movie <laughs> than he is and you can lower that over him forever and ever yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna write my uh chisel it onto his gravestone when the, he dies like the, the other thing though is maybe in his head at the time this is what he pictured mario being that's very very like i, I find I that know, very i know it's a, i'm only saying that as a joke yeah, yeah it would it would be it would be pretty crazy that i think it's just him being diplomatic it's that like yeah yeah just the, like you know, the kind of the culture the business culture being kind of like more polite and yeah we just have to be collegial it doesn't matter if it's actually true well and you know having a little bit of that kind of like shame like a personal responsibility so they're downplaying yeah their their you know their their culpability because that's a part of that business culture as well right yeah but it's like reading the quote about it is just like it's very like just like it feels just very sweet like just (laughs) not buddy like no Oh, man. It's so like we said earlier, they cut 30 minutes off of this runtime, uh, mostly off of the beginning. There are some summaries of the scenes that that didn't make it into the final edit, including some that are kind of important to the plot mm-hmm. um, or, you know, would have explained some stuff that pops up later. Um, and it's already like this movie doesn't need to be an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, and the, the time they cut off was to get them into the other dimension sooner. Because when rewatching it, I was very surprised that we spent like a half hour in like yeah, and just in you know, Brooklyn running hey. around New York with like do 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 you know it's like uh, plumber plumber prep falls you know theme going on in the background constantly yeah um, yeah so they they cut that off and it's not like it's it's hard to follow the movie because characters are constantly telling you the important parts right like it has that feeling of like oh this could have been shown rather than told but we have to tell it because nobody under fucking understood it you know right right um yeah and so the director is this is where the the principal kind of contrast in this movie and what makes it hard to define to put into a genre or whatever um so the directors got this they had a really dim view of it because they had this idea for making it really adult yes and the financiers wanted to make it more family friendly because of course uh, they do, because it's a fucking video game movie. Well, and it's yeah. Mario Brothers. It's yeah. like the most candy-colored, like surreal, like dream uh-huh. kind of game that it could be, right? Yeah. Um, the directors are so full of shit when they talk about <laughs> how they made this. There's a quote from the the guy from Rocky, where he says, um, "What is he? He's like, yeah, I think that the vision that we have for this dark New York is really, really something. I call it new brutalism. Oh my god! Like, you, oh, no. you you call it that? You call like, it that? Okay, cool. Yeah, do, do you want to get fucked? Like, is that what you want? <laughs> god, it's like I can clear out of the room. But you want to go get fucked? Yeah, it's you can fine. call it whatever you want. Like, oh, I just call it this. I think it's gonna be really like oh. it's like he's planning lesson. Like, oh, like film school students will be learning lessons about the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> movie, and not in the way they ultimately will. And like some, you know. Uh, like 101 level course for elective credit that's like famous flops like <laughs> you know what we can learn from terrible movies right right also that's not what brutalism is no it's it's it's, it's not it's, it's like, already brutalism is, well, not, is... is not brutal man 
Like, Too brutalism. Cool. Yeah. It's been re it's been redefined by the visionary geniuses behind diet Pepsi. Um, yeah, ridiculous, uh, ridiculous. Um, as you mentioned, they, you know, the, the directors and writers couldn't talk to each other. Um, you know, the writers guild had to swoop in and eventually the, the director of cinematography finished it. Yeah. And the directors, in addition to being like just shitty as far as constant rewrites, were also, uh, terrorists on the set. Oh, they were physically abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I love this. So this anecdote, um, you know, where, so Rocky Morton, uh, one of the extras, uh, he poured hot coffee over his head. It's not something you do to somebody. You don't put scalding liquid on somebody. No, no. And you also don't do it, you don't do it for the reason that he did. Well, he did it because uh, you got in the notes as he didn't like his costume. The thing I read said specifically it didn't look dirty enough. Yes. That's is there the... anything in this movie that doesn't look dirty and wet enough? Oh, I mean, everything is. Uh, I was about to say, like, it looks like it, it could mold at any second. And like, oh, that's it totally what's happening. <laughs> yeah, like... it, It's like it should come with an eyewash station. Ugh. Like it is so it is so grimy and disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is, it is. Everything looks disgusting, and him just be like, "No, no, more grit." Yeah. As though that is that that actor's fault. That is, yeah. <laughs> there, there are people who are in charge of wardrobe and set design and costume design. You hired someone, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, that's what you need for new brutalism. Is everything needs to be coated in hot coffee and miserable? Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably like heard like like read some kind of story about how. I don't know, like somebody like uh, like Stanley Kubrick just abused everybody. Like, well, I'm going to be like Kubrick, trying and, try and get a genuinely scared performance out of Shelley Duvall, you know, yeah. by, by just making her life hell. Like, no, you don't get to do that. Stanley no, Kubrick it's... didn't get to do that. Like, that that is not the good thing about about anything yeah. that he did. Yeah, and it's also it's the kind of thing where like the the cliche that you can get away with breaking rules if you're really good. Right, right. You know, and and like the ultimate rule. Uh, perhaps the most ultimate rule of all is not put scalding liquid on people. Yeah. Um, and to break the ultimate rule, you have to be, have ultimate talent. Mm-hmm. You have to be very good. Uh, you know, and he, this guy is not. No. And even then probably err on the side of not scalding. Yeah. You know, like, uh, no, no, no scalding. No. Unless, unless you're going to, unless you're going to, uh, give, give me one fuck of a monologue and be scalding gray. I do not want to have anybody scalding me. <sighs> Okay. See, I'm laughing at you. At, at you trying, trying to save that one. <laughs> save it. <laughs> save um, that scalding great. Ha ha. So the movie uh, kind of famously ends with a sequel hook, like, like that is lifted straight out of Back to the Future. Like, yeah. like, like, admittedly, like everybody involved said, yep, that's what we did. Um, there is no sequel. However, in 2013, there was a webcomic that was done uh, with uh, some of the writers from the movie, like different people who contributed. A lot of the writers. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, because there are like 10 writers for this movie or something, and yeah. they all kind of banded forces to, like, make this <laughs> webcomic that I, I read a little bit of. Okay. Um, it's kind of neat. Huh. Um, because it's going to be, uh, it's about Wart taking over Dino Hatton, and the designs for the Shy Guys... Um, are like these, they look like, um, you know, they're like, like troopers and stuff, but you can still visually see what they are. They're still wearing the mask. Oh, nice. But they're wearing like these robes and have spears and stuff. Huh. And I was like, that would actually kind of work. Yeah. Like that is a, that is a good way to take a serious gritty Mario thing and adapt it to, I mean, you know, those masks are fucking horrifying anyway. <laughs> yeah. And shy guys are really like strong visual design, but yeah. like just the fact that I was reading the comic, I was like, oh, those are the shy guys. Mm-hmm. Like it was a cool, it was a cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I might I might read it. I, I may as well. That was one thing yeah. that I didn't have time to dig into today when I was doing research on this. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and also the movie turned out so badly. I mean, just Who am I? everything was said. Balding Gray? <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's hard to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the movie turned out so badly. Uh, Nintendo hasn't done any live action since. In fact, uh, this movie's existence and failure uh, caused them to shelf a Metroid movie, which, yeah, pr- probably, probably a good call. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and also they don't get along with Disney very much. Well, like, they, like there, there's that Nintendo land park in, uh, in Florida now, right? Uh, yeah, that's that, opening up. I think that's universal actually. You're right. That, yeah. I think that is universal. Yeah. So yeah. I just, it's, I just assume like anything in Florida is Disney related. <laughs> it was like a one, two punch with, with this and whatever led to the production of the Aladdin video game. Um, being so much better on the Genesis that like ultimately led to this big split between uh, Disney and Nintendo. Well, that that's a that's a contentious point right there that we'll It's one of those two that's better than the other. I forget exactly which one is. No. I'm I'm sorry. I, no, no, it's, it's I don't I don't, I don't have don't, chapter and verse on it, man. I don't actually have a dog in that race. I just think they're both yeah. good. Yeah, they're they're, um, they're both good in different ways. The, the the Genesis one just has better animation, I think. And it just depends yeah, if yeah, that matters like, to you. Yeah. They're, they're different, like very different experiences. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah, you're right. That is Universal Studios. I have to go to that Nintendo park. Yep. That'd be pretty good. Um, we would yeah. have gotten that a lot earlier if this thing actually ended up being successful because like, oh, absolutely. That, that was, that was in the works. Like they thought, okay, well we could just take this video games are gigantic right now. We could totally go transmedia with it, um, and make a, make a theme park out of it, which I mean, if they based it more on the visual design of the games, that would be really cool. I would go to a, a theme park that was based on the visual design of this movie, though. What I want is an option. I want two doorways. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't know what's behind them. No, no. Like, it just has to be a coin flip. And then, like, uh-oh, I woke up in the... It's like the end of Soma. Like, uh-oh, I ended up in the movie Mario works. Like, I lost the coin flip. Oh, I'm so wet. Everything's wet. <laughs> it's time for a fungus hell. Like, I've got athletes everything. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I've got, I've got an athlete's eye. Um, help. Why do I have ear thrush? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. It's, uh, yeah, I would, I would still do that just because I know that when I got back to the hotel and took a shower, like it would be the best shower I've ever had in my life. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like how sometimes I like to wait until I'm really hungry to eat. <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah. uh, it would have that, that feeling for it. So we have to get into it because a lot of things happen in this movie and it is yes. an hour and 40 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Not the longest movie we've done for the show. No. Yeah. Um, So again, getting into this weird production stuff, because they shortened the opening of the movie so much, um, they had to add in this uh, super weird looking uh, animated introduction with Frank Castellaneta um, or Dan Castellaneta. Sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, Reading uh, like this bizarre explanation of like, what if the meteor that killed the, the dinosaurs made an alternate dimension? That's just, I, I don't know what the good way to set up that premise would be. I, I really don't either. You know, because it, it's 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 really fundamental to this making sense. Right. You know, it, like it has to be, we have to accept that. Mm-hmm. You know, but other than that, like, I don't know. It, it's pretty, and the animation's really shitty. Yeah. The voices are are not not good it's like it's like faux pixel art but like in a like like a kind of like a dos kind of way like the detail like is a way filter. Too high. yeah yeah it's like a mosaic filter over yeah. uh over very limited frame animation <laughs> yeah but it's like brooklyn 65 million years ago brooklyn 20 years ago brooklyn today yeah well brooklyn 20 years ago other stuff happens yes. brooklyn so that's we have the, the cartoon with the the you know so we established the premise like mm-hmm. there's a meteor that kills the dinosaurs 
And instead of just killing the dinosaurs, it created an alternate dimension. You right. just have to accept that. Yep. They're like, um, otherwise, you just leave the theater. We got I'm no sorry. movie. <laughs> you know, it's, it's buy-in. You know, it's, it's, it's the buy-in that you have to do. And then 20 years ago, we get this, like, woman uh, running down the street. She's got this, like, alien pod. Yeah. Um, she plays it. She gives it to these nuns. And this is shot uh, and staged like a horror movie. <laughs> yep. Like, like, like an actual xenomorph is going to come out of the mega egg. <laughs> yep. Like as the nuns open up the pod by placing this shard into the perfectly shaped hole. Um, they just like, know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, as they're doing that, like the stained glass uh, windows uh, loom over them with really ominous kind of biblical verses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It is very spooky. And then the lady runs away into the sewers where she is uh, caught by a straight up Nazi Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Like he is straight up dressed up in in uh, regalia. All he's missing yeah. is like epaulets. Yeah. Why? Like. So, you know, I guess that tells us a little bit about how Nazi did, like how Dennis Hopper comes to power. Right. Because we were trying to, uh, we were trying to figure this out because he's, he's definitely elected. Like it, there's a suggestion of free elections. He's, he's president Koopa. Like the, there, there yeah. are propaganda signs all around like, Hey, you know, vote Koopa, you know, Koopa never loses. So somebody voted Koopa. Right. Like the, the, that's taking like every, you know, this happens mostly on days of future cast, but making everything on the network, a dark mirror of our current times. <laughs> Like, how yeah. does that keep happening? I mean, it could be like a Putin thing. Like, maybe there was some kind of weird grooming that happens with uh, with, with that. And then, like, in pretty much every election since he's won with 97%, the least oh, suspicious sure. voting margin. Yeah. 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 Like, King, King Puta? Putin Koopa? <laughs> that kind of King Puta. Putin Troopas? You know, like, I guess there's like... There's probably a way that it would make sense. Yeah, Putin yes. is the is is the really weird uh, is the very it's the porn version. Yeah, um, that's a, so. There's probably uh, you know you're right. It's probably some graft yeah. going on, some corruption and stuff like that. But it is just kind of weird to think because previously it was a king. Mm-hmm. So like there was a change from a monarchy to a democracy <laughs> of some kind or some kind of representative government that happened in the Mushroom Kingdom. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a populist revolt, probably. And it happened in the last 20 years. Right. So, like, I'm just trying to put the bonfireside chat analysis of this. <laughs> like, by looking at this stuff, we can figure out this this little bit of the history here. <laughs> but, yeah, like, this this egg opens up and there is a human baby inside, which is a very strange image to see yeah. to see a human baby. Uh, can we talk about the physiology of how that egg came to be? <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm just imagining transport through the body uh that yeah could. it happens yeah. like we, we see a lady pushing an egg uh later too right so uh, no yeah. no no i'm not i'm not talking about pushing pushing the egg in the in, in the walker i'm talking no about no this. i'm saying she pushed it out of her body because we know that this you know we, we see other examples of the egg okay of of, 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 de- of delivering the eggs of, yeah of eggs have definitely been delivered and they're yes. big yeah like they could be smaller, and humans could just start out start out smaller, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in this world. Uh, mm-hmm. However, the the eggs are like the size of like, you know, like like th- three foot, like a watermelon. Yeah, let's say that, like, like a, a big like, watermelon. Yeah, I mean, large enough to carry a newborn baby. Yeah, yeah, I guess that'd be the, that'd be the way to to say it. So, yeah. but but also bigger and rounder and stuff. So, like, all of these things are passing through bodies, right? Presumably vaginas. <laughs> Chloe so we, so yeah, the biology of this is really mixed up because what they posit is two races, uh, one that uh, grew from mammals and the other that grew from that grew from uh, reptiles, from lizards. Yeah, um, so, well, here's the thing is even further uh, kind of subdividing of that because it's specific lizards. Uh-huh. 
like different people in the mushroom kingdom came from different kinds of lizards. Yes. Which is also adds us a new wrinkle. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's it, it it certainly does, but I have no idea why. I mean, I I know why because they just needed to have people play these parts. Um, why they end up having hair and breasts? Mm. <laughs> because uh, last time I checked, those are kind of defining qualities of uh, mammals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and also. Uh, so, so the the Daisy, the, the the Princess Toadstool character, she is the daughter of the Mushroom King. We're getting so far ahead of ourselves, but these are these are very tough questions that we have to answer. She's the daughter of the Mushroom King, but she hatches from an egg. So is she half mushroom, half half lizard? Oh, well, he's he was never a mushroom. He got de-evolved into a mushroom. Okay, I thought that. So like, yeah. it was it was the idea was so we all came from this primordial slime. Oh, okay. So yeah. the idea is that's close enough to a mushroom. He wasn't like evolved from a mushroom originally. Okay. I, yeah. For 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 so, some reason, I thought like they were throwing in this weird third. Option. No, no. Like, <laughs> they, they, I mean, you could be forgiven for that, but I think yeah. the idea is because when uh, Koopa's giving his famous de-evolution speech to Mojo Nixon, um, <laughs> please stop that, saying Mojo Nixon. <laughs> I know that I know that's that man's name. That ridiculous just, man's it name. Makes, it just makes it so much weirder. Like <laughs> oh you mean punk legend Mojo Nixon? Um the uh so when he's giving that speech, he talks about how we all came from the slime. Yeah, yeah. So I think the idea is that if anybody got de-evolved even further, okay, they would turn okay. Like stuff. It, would, it would go, it would go back even further from sentient life. Um, I don't know enough to know if human life at one point was was fungal in nature. I, I, I mean, I, not fungal. I think it's just it's just slime, like the the slime, the primordial soup, right? That eventually single-celled organisms emerged from, and R- then multi-celled right. organisms. But then we see from. people like, being de-evolved into slime. So like they would have had to have stopped it right, but like right so, somewhere between somewhere between slime and you know something yeah. sentient because like this isn't just slime everywhere. This is this is fungus that mostly yeah. looks like sheets with holes in it. But like it looks they're like ramen to me, <laughs> like yeah. a lot of like cooked ramen. Yeah, but but there are um, like but there are like actually like, toadstools, mushrooms, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I mean, the, and the device only has four settings. You could be <laughs> right, but I, I I really feel like that's the idea. Is he just yeah. got super de-evolved because he's in Devo Chamber Four and like <sighs> yeah. I think it's like the mega de- de-evolution that can turn you back into to slime, which mm-hmm. then either turns into a mushroom or has some mushroom qualities or mushrooms grow out of it, which then you have some dominion over. Right, right. You know, maybe that's what happened. Like maybe. he was just slime and then like because it was wet and moist and everything is fucking moist <laughs> in this world. Right. Uh, natural mushrooms grow out of it and then he could yeah. control the mushrooms. Yeah, I've got no know? idea. I, I, really, um, I really have absolutely no idea. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's really unpleasant. Like it, like whatever whatever it is, it's very unpleasant. Yeah. So and and these women like pushing these eggs on themselves is very unpleasant as well. <laughs> like presumably that would hurt more than a regular baby. Well, yeah, because uh, because like regular babies, their it's, bones it's, are all it's, like it's, yeah, it's it's no picnic. Like they're yeah. they're they're their heads fold together like uh, like cootie catchers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you know so it, it's they they manage to contract. Whereas an egg, like one of the defining features of an egg is how solid it is. Right, right. It's made to, to not break. Yeah. And if, if you gave birth to a, a broken egg, like, God, that's, well, that's something. Like C-sections <laughs> in this world or like, do you think that these people have like breech births and shit where like the egg breaks inside them? Yeah. Like, this is, this is like, they should have thought this out. Like this, this <laughs> should, should never have gone to this egg a- angle. Like, it's, 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 it's raising more questions than answers and it's really fucking disgusting. <laughs> so. I don't it's a striking want, I image, like it though. It's a, it's a really... it is, yeah. yeah, it's a striking <laughs> image. Um, there's actually one straight. There's one image that comes later that, like, I think is legitimately like great and haunting. Oh yeah, in this, which we'll, we'll get to. Okay, 
Um, but yeah, this is so pretty, you know, so that's where Daisy came from. Uh, <laughs> she came from this egg that presumably came from a cloaca or vagina. Like, could okay. be either. We don't know that they have cloacas. They could just have vaginas. Right. Um, so then we switch to modern times. <laughs> yes. Brooklyn today, uh, yes. where our friends, Mario and Luigi, it's going to be very difficult because they're almost never separate, uh, separated yeah. from each other. Um, but uh, Mario and Luigi, they're broke plumbers and they get a call for a job. Can we uh, real quick talk about how I think this is actually a pretty good casting? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. Like Bob Haskins, I think, is, is really good casting for Mario. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think he does a good job. And, like, John Leguizamo is obviously not Italian, but I think he's really good casting, too. Yeah. And I also, know, I think they're both pretty good. Yeah, I think John Leguizamo is actually really good in this. I think that yeah. n- not every John Leguizamo role is the pest or spawn, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, sometimes he's just Luigi. I couldn't think of any other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, also, like, they're not specifically brothers. Um, in this, like, it's never actually said like, oh, our parents, like the way that like their, their, their ages are separated by like 20 years. I literally think that it's just like, uh, like, oh, we, we just, we just shack up with each other and like, they oh, have no, names. They, no, that's not true. They, they have the same last name. I think there's a part where, uh, John Leguizamo says he was adopted. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, um, so, so, so so, not, something I, like that. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, this is, could be part of your long running campaign about how adopted kids are not real siblings or children. <laughs> No. Like, I understand if that's what you're going for. And if you want to hammer no. it in. No, it's not. There, there's hours of cut material. There, there, like there, the there and... really are. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've got things to say, you know. I've, I've got <laughs> things to say. Like yeah. He's the Dennis Miller of podcast, and he, he doesn't hide it. So, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, no. I, I think that's the, the – but they're definitely the same thing because they have the same last name. I don't yeah, think they just they, decided we'd have the same last yeah, name. Yeah, they've, they've, the, the, they've got the same name. They don't talk about, like, when they say, oh, Mari was my, was my mother my you know my, my my brother all that kind of stuff like it's it's never said that like oh our parents died or something like that yeah they, they specifically say like luigi when talking to daisy and bonding over the fact that they're both orphans like he says like oh you don't know who your parents are neither yeah so yeah. I, th- I think he's adopted i think that's why yeah, that is yeah. and the, the uh explicitly the original script dealt with more of that family angle yeah which i would love like, to see <laughs> yeah they, they t- then that was good what it was going to be about because initially that you could be forgiven for thinking Luigi is either Mario's son or slave mm. in this first intro section. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this just happens to be the, the John Leguizamo that I own. <laughs> yeah, he just like, he's the entire first part of it is like, Luigi, why didn't you do this? Do this. Luigi, do that. You know, so he's either like you know, Mario's son, Luigi, or his his weird slave that he owns that he's like brainwashed. Like, it is it is very 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 strange initially. He's specifically an apprentice plumber. Like, oh, you know, you're, well, yeah. you're, you're going to do this, but you're, but he's you're absolutely right. Like, there is this weird, like, just a kind of not a dynamic. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, there's a power dynamic to this. Yeah, a play that I'm really uncomfortable with, and like actually feels in line with the canon of the games where oh, like yeah. Luigi is all about feeling like a second string and like, <laughs> you know, uh, like, you know, like the, there's implication of abuse between Mario and Luigi <laughs> or at least, in the game or at least abusive neglect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, emotional abuse. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is a kind of abuse. <laughs> but yeah, Bob Hoskins is great as Mario. Um, and for even though this is called Hey Super Mario Brothers, you would think Mario would be the main character of this. This is Luigi's story. It is. It is Luigi's yeah, story. Like Mario is just there to like 
help move things along and to try to get luigi's dick wet because oh, as we'll see like his yeah. primary motivation is getting his, his like adopted brother laid <laughs> in so many weird scenes where he like hovers over his shoulder and not creepily yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird like it's he's trying to like man i, I need to get a grand slave <laughs> <laughs> everything in, everything in this movie i mean get a grand slave everything in this movie is wet except for my leather my little brother's dick <laughs> That's why you had to go to the uh, Dino Hatton, where, where you know it's it's wet, you know, and it's <laughs> um. So they find they they're getting a job, right? Like uh, there's a little bit of a there's like some sloppy foreshadowing where Luigi's watching like an unsolved mystery show about alternate dimensions. Um, they get a job in this weird version of plumbing where like it literally just goes to the first person who gets there. <laughs> So they have to hurry. Wait, when you when you order a pizza, you don't call like five different places and only accept the first order? <laughs> yeah, just buy whatever pizza happens to show up. <laughs> if pizza shows up, somebody's getting 20 bucks. Right. You know, that's, it's just courtesy. So it's very strange. And so they just like driving like crazy. They introduce this theme of like Mario being the dogmatic one and Luigi being the reckless dreamer. Yeah, Lu Luigi is definitely somebody who uh, operates entirely on intuition. Yes. And whereas Mario is much more of a, like, uh, uh, you know, steadfast, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's a pragmatist. And it's funny because there's a theme where like Luigi says, oh, Mario, you got to believe in something, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, don't you believe like, in miracles? Setting up some kind of weird, like atheist subplot that never like, got dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like it, it, uh, it's only picked up at the very end when, when it's mm -hmm. like, oh, you, you believe Daisy now that she's coming back dressed like Ripley. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well and, then, and then he's like, well, I believe. And it's supposed to be this like huge moment, but like, dude, you like you just fought like a you know, Dennis Hopper dinosaur thing, and like yeah. in the slime dimension, like you should probably believe that believe Daisy because you were like literally there. Yeah, you were there. It's not a, it's not a test of faith if you just see it, <laughs> you know. Like it's it's like believing you know if, if like God came down from heaven mm -hmm. and literally gave me a high five, it wouldn't be a test of my faith to have to believe in God. No, no. You know, it'd be believing in somebody who gave me a high five. Like yeah. you know, it, like it would just like there'd just be evidence. So it's not really faith. Yeah. So it's it's a weird like the theming is messed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, d d doesn't pay off. Um, they are beaten to the job by the Scapellis, who are kind okay, of Scapellis, dude. <laughs> What's that? I said, I fucking hate the Scapellis, oh, dude. They're they're awful. These guys are the worst. <laughs> and so does Mario. Like they're uh, they're like a, a contracting firm that is obviously like mafioso. Mm -hmm. And they they have faster trucks or whatever, so they get all the jobs. Right, right. <laughs> we cut we cut to this uh, construction site um, where the our character Daisy um, has been has found some dinosaur bo bones. And the Scapellis show up because this is getting in the way of their expansion, again, shadowing Nightmare Current Times with the uh, DAPL. Of course. So. <laughs> but they, um, but they, uh, they, they set this up like expert exposition as the camera passes by a news anchor who is explaining the situation. Yeah, th this, this movie explains more to the viewer than uh, like any movie we've done for the show at the very least. It certainly does. Well, I mean, they know their audience. They know they're aiming at kids. So they've got to, yeah. they've got to hit it. Um, <laughs> whoever whoever made the movie understands that more than than the directors did, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, Capelli's uh, dressing Daisy down, um, and she's dressed up like a like uh, let, let's just say like a like a Bedouin Indiana Jones. Um, her her her, her outfit yeah. is incredibly baggy. I don't understand. In general, the costume design in this movie is pretty good. I do not understand what she's wearing. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's it's pretty strange. Yeah. And the, this actress who I, I've seen in some other things, like she's been in uh, some stuff. Pump up the volume is uh, was was yeah. her other big role um, that you might know. Yeah. 
Oh, I definitely know because I, I remember watching her boobs of in the movie as a kid. <laughs> um, she's got a very striking face, like very yes. big, uh, kind of oddly shaped eyes and a very wide mouth. Yes. Uh, so very, very kind of striking facial features. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird that it's Daisy. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, I guess it would be weird if this character was running around being called Peach. Yeah, you know, but Peach, like, Peach wouldn't make sense. Toadstool wouldn't make sense. In fact, they said, like, we had to go with Daisy because Toadstool's just too weird of a name. And also, yeah. if she doesn't end up going with with Mario, she ends up going with, the, with I, Luigi. I, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, and then, like, Luigi, like, uh, Daisy being Luigi's girlfriend was, like, retconned. Yes. Because Mario went to go, you know, get Daisy initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Scapelli is, is saying, like, hey, you know, you're a smart girl. You'll be out of here by tonight. You know, a lot of girls have gone missing in Brooklyn recently. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, geez. Um, you know, and that that's actually like, you know, so they're setting up that there's been this missing girls. That's going to turn out to be important. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But straight up threatening her. Um, as another scary thing happens, we've got these two weirdos in a cab. Our friends Iggy and Spike, uh, played by Fisher Stevens and some other dude, yeah. <laughs> who are stalking her. Who are just straight up, like, going after Daisy, eating just the meat part of a hot dog. They get a hot dog, and when he gives it to him, he goes, they say this is dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's your first hint that they're, like, you know, extra-dimensional. Yeah, and also their uh, bizarre their, their bizarre appearance. Yeah, they're, they're dressed like, um, like, 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 like Beekman's World-level children's science show extras. Yeah. Like, they could hang out in Beekman's World. I don't think mm-hmm. they'd, you know, don't let the sun set on you in Bill Nye's kingdom. <laughs> but if you wanted to go into the, the outer realm of Beekman's World, like, you could live there with that, that outfit. Right. You know, um, yeah. so yeah, just kind of like, you know, kind of, kind of gross looking, yeah. uh, gross looking dudes. Um, and they're chasing them. Like they run into this pane of glass. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's straight up slapstick. Um, yeah. I like what happens with these characters. I do too, actually. <laughs> like, like um, right now it's really broad. Like, oh, they're just like the two dummies. They're the, uh, um, like the, like the two dumb guys from, uh, the Power Rangers TV show. Yeah. Like, Vulcan Skull. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Bulk and my name is Skull. <laughs> We are the Power Rangers friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and we should also note that this entire time, like, well, this is probably like 10 minutes of a movie we talked about. Mm-hmm. The music has not stopped going. It's like a Commodore 64 Euro platform. Yeah. It's just like, it is this like very short loop of like goofy New York music. Yeah. Well, I mean, the composer for this was Alan Silvestri. He's not a slouch. Like he did two frame Roger Rabbit. Like he's done a bunch of Marvel movies. Like he's a, he's a good composer. He should never have done this. Like, I think it's like, he's trying to do the who frame Roger Rabbit music, but this is way darker and weirder. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, their truck, uh, the Mario brothers truck breaks down. It's overheated. And, uh, Daisy is trying to get a phone because she wants the extra security for the, the dig. Right. Um, she runs into Luigi who falls in like instant love with her. Yep. Um, lets her use the phone, gives her some quarters, etc. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we're finding out that, you know, they're not going to give her additional security for the, the site, no. which is going to come up later. Yeah. Um, and also how do you know that a movie is set in the, uh, in the early nineties? Uh, somebody makes a joke about the price of bottled water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, they just, they, their car just needs water. Mario buys some. He's angry about buying, uh, buying yeah, everybody's water. got tap water. Three bucks. Jeez. Yeah. No. Bosh. Um, yeah. So they get, they give her a ride and, and I understand these guys, you know, Mario brothers are the good guys, but every part of me is just like, girl, don't get in that van. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Well, like they have to convince her. They're like, oh, can we do anything for you? You're trying to get anywhere. We got a van. Like that's that's what Luigi says to convince her. Yeah, oh, we, literally, we, we got a van. We got a van. We yeah. bought a zoo and we got a van. Yeah. <laughs> Only good people drive around in vans picking up women. <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. But she she decides to go with them. <laughs> um, Luigi asks her on a date later, and this is where Mario is just standing over his shoulder, like, eh, eh, like just kind of like nodding and making. He's like, he's like, like, he's, like he's whispering what Luigi should say. He's like, Sereno de Bergiac, if Sereno de Bergiac is right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is really romantic. So that big nose motherfucker keeps looking at me. <laughs> like, it's super, super strange. Yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, I think that Mario's lonely. He doesn't he he doesn't want to spend time with his girlfriend Daniela um, yeah. anymore. Like he'll just like I I need a fucking buffer. I need you here, please. Yeah. Uh, I mean Daniela seems legit. Daniela yeah, Dan- yeah Daniela's good. I'm just I'm just making a joke about better relationships. It's a uh, it's a very appropriate relationship for Mario, more so than Peach. It seems like yes, yeah. You know? the, the, she she's she's appropriately aged. Um, good actress. I, I, I like. Uh, yeah, I, she's, I, she's just fine. Like her uh, performance. Uh, that character's middle name, Gary? Peach. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, it just makes because like, this take on Mario and Luigi are so... Because in the games, like, it's not important that they're from New York. And it's not important that they're plumbers. Right. It's just the TV show, which we'll have to do that at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the TV show and the movie that, like, really leans into this, like, New York hey! part of them. So this is, like, a real, like casting director's idea of a new york girlfriend yes yeah it's a yeah. real like we couldn't afford marissa tomei uh i think yeah. this was like concurrently with my cousin Vinny. i think that was also mm. 93 or 92 it's in the uh, same Vinny. yeah it's part of the, <laughs> it's in the Vinny-verse. Vinny-verse. <laughs> like that court thing is going on in the background one of these <laughs> yeah, you got herman munster <laughs> no, this, yeah. yeah this was post this was post my cousin Vinny. Vinny. that was 92 so my second guess mm-hmm. was right <laughs> but yeah they couldn't get marissa tomei so they got the next best option uh who mm-hmm. ends up being just fine she's good yeah, um, but uh, a little bit more exposition here as we notice that Daisy has this strange necklace on. This is the the shard of rock that we saw open up her egg pod uh, in the past. Um, and Daniela tries to take it away, like giving her fashion advice. And she says, no, it's 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 what I had on when they found me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And th- this is where we learn, uh, you know, Luigi and Daisy both talk about being orphans, how Mario raised them and stuff, which is part of their explanation why he treats them like a slave. <laughs> Um, we find out that Iggy and Spike are the ones that have been stealing all the girls. Like they're looking at them and they say something like, uh, are you sure this one is right? You said that about the last four, you know? Um, and they, uh, try to abduct Daisy. And there's, I think this is kind of a clever bit because they're like, of course that's her two legs, two arms, hair, head, <laughs> which like, it's kind of clever that they wouldn't recognize people that are evolved from apes. Right. However, right. Daisy on the surface, other than fashion, does not look different than anyone in their world. Right. Like, how do they recognize people in their world? They recognize Big Bertha later. Yeah. You know, and just by the fact that she's fat. Like, she's the only fat person in, you know, the in Dino, to- Dino yeah. Hat. <laughs> Dino Hat. You about said Dinotopia. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> very different. Uh, <laughs> the, well, Dinotopia is also part of the extended universe. so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it all messed back. It's like uh, it's it's like saying elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. So they decide like, oh, we're gonna go after uh, Daniela, and and she, you know, is 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 taken away. Whereas Daisy, uh, for some reason, I forget why. Um, well, they, they uh, so this is the like Daisy and Luigi are walking down the street, uh, having plot love and stuff, and yeah. she's just like, 
Luigi starts saying, like, I'm sorry if I'm being weird. <laughs> and, uh, and and Daisy says, you think you're weird? I'm weird. I'm an archaeologist. And, and, and A perfectly Luigi, normal profession. Yeah. I spend all day digging up dinosaur bones. Like, he's, like, very much like she's explaining to a little kid. Right, right. You know, like, uh, and uh, she's like, well, I could show you if you think it's actually good. You know, if you think it's interesting. And that's why they go. Right, right. Just trying to show it, show his work. Yeah, yeah. So they go to the dig site where they find that um, the Scapellis. Oh, sorry. No, that, that, that comes later. They go there. This is such a ham-handed line. They find a fossil. Um, of a uh, of a dinosaur with an opposable thumb. It's like, oh, it's almost as if he was a monster trying to be human. Yeah, man. Fiends. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's it's amazing too that they they couldn't get like protection for finding a dinosaur with an opposable thumb. Yeah. Like this isn't the find of the century <laughs> in this field. Yeah. You know, like like uh, these, these mobsters who want to build uh, I don't know water, um, <laughs> like can't can't uh, be be held off. Right. Because we found a dinosaur that literally has opposable thumbs. <laughs> like. Such a, such a, it seems like it's such a big deal. Yeah. Um, so they do that. Um, they kiss. However, these uh, mafia sabotage guys break their pipes, uh, which they didn't go. They're like, oh, no. Uh, Daisy's like, Luigi's like, what do I do? Daisy says, hey, you're a fucking plumber, idiot. And he goes, I don't have my tools. So if you remember, like Mario took the van back. They made a big uh-huh. deal out of that when like Luigi's, you know, like, I'd like to walk you home. And Mario's standing over his shoulder, like grinning hornily. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just like tell me about it later, little brother. So they don't have a van, so they walk back to Mario's house and then come back here uh, to do this. It is so weird. Yeah, like, the, like the, there are a couple of times, specifically in the sequence, where time is very, uh, very loose. Let's say yes. um, because so they use their they, they use their ultra plumber abilities to stop the site from flooding. Right. But as yeah. they're doing this, uh, Spike and uh, and Iggy uh, follow them down again, realizing, oh, we've got to go after we've got to get Daisy, too. Or no, they're trying to go back home. Um, and they realize yeah, that somebody's yeah. right on top of the door back to the And they back, got the wrong girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they knock Mario and Luigi out. They take Daisy. Um, Mario and Luigi, uh, they apparently were knocked out for about five seconds because in the very <laughs> next cut, they're chasing after them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got the- um, they were just knocked down and decided to like rest a second. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like touch football rules. <laughs> so they they, uh, they run down this this tunnel after them, um, and there's this weird wet like wall, you know, abyss style portal. Yeah, in the dirt, and Daisy's face keeps popping out. Um, Luigi tries to grab her, grabs the shard around her neck, which turns out to be very important, and then decides to chase her. You know, and again, like you got to have faith, Mario. Yep. Um, <laughs> jumps into this portal, which Mario reluctantly does. Um, one. They come back through this later. Uh-huh. Uh, how do they not just immediately step forward and just fall into that crevasse? Right. Down into what I presume to be like the subterranean portion of the uh, of the East River. Yes. Like the, the, the scary part of New York where fucking One-Eyed Willie is, is there. <laughs> and like it's so scary looking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so nobody nobody considers that. Uh, two, this is like my nightmare. Like this kind of like being on that being on a ledge like that. OK. You know, over like a, a precipitous drop. Oh, yeah. Is something I have, like, like I don't have a lot of actual nightmares, but that's something I have a nightmare of is, like, falling. Mm. Like, not literally falling, but being about to fall. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. being, you know. Um, I had this weird nightmare where I was, like, hanging on the side of a structure. Uh, and I was in no danger of falling. I was maybe supported. But I couldn't. Uh, and I could climb up. However, like, a train was falling behind me. What? Essentially. Or, like, like imagine, like, like a train going by your back. Okay. Right? 
Like you're really close to it. So if I fell, I just had to be very careful and really close to this wall as I was climbing it mm-hmm. because if my back jutted out a little bit, it would hit this train. Oh, yeah. And you'd be just going by like, on the wall. And yeah. I would just be scraped, you know, and it was like terrifying. Like yeah. it was a super, super scary dream. And whenever I see stuff like this, it makes me think of that. Yeah. You know, like the descent or something like that. Like <laughs> just like, you know, being around pits and water. Yeah. And subterranean areas being kind of inherently awful and scary. Are, are you generally afraid of heights? Um, Yeah. Okay. Like I don't. I don't like being on the edge of like I can go up. I can go on top of a tall building, but I can't mm. like stand next to a railing. Mm, okay. You know, on on a tall building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, another weird little character beat. Mario in this movie is afraid of heights. Something that yeah. in the game he would not be. Never. <laughs> it's, it's not canon. Yeah, but this is this is Mario Begins. <laughs> so so they yeah <laughs> uh, so they go into. Uh, the Mushroom Kingdom, and now we're in the Koopa Kingdom, and like I, I know this is going to be a long episode of the show, but like the, there are details, Gary. Yeah, we, we we can't we can't gloss over this. No. This is important. <laughs> it's important that this be chronicled. Yeah, like, <laughs> the people in the future will want to know <laughs> what this was because uh, this movie doesn't stream, and that is the only way that movies can be yeah. uh, can can be acquired. Yeah. yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. Oh, just for free. Oh, That's yeah, I yeah. No, oh, I didn't realize that. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, for now, like it'll probably get taken down at some point. But yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but you go into this city, uh, which looks like a dark, a dark version of, uh, of of Manhattan or Brooklyn, like you know, like lower, like Lower East Side kind of stuff. Um, and uh, everything is covered in this fleshy kind of fungus. Like you said, it looks like uh, looks like ramen or uh, uh, especially like just uh, kind of like stringy goop. Uh, that is uh, laid everywhere. I yeah. I, I want to go and read one of those oral histories of that to find out what that stuff is actually made of because it's a really upsetting substance. It's super disgusting. Yeah, like this is like rubbery slime uh, kind of stuff that's everywhere, yeah. and the people are really just distasteful too. Yeah, like yeah. everything about everything about this is really distasteful. Like it yeah. looks like Blade Runner. Like there's tons of fog and smoke and and grating and stuff. <laughs> And the slime, and everyone is dressed like a neutrino or like a villain in Streets of Rage. Yeah, or Final yeah. Fight. You know, yeah. like everyone's dressed up as a Final Fight villain. Lots of uh, lots of superfluous spikes um, on a lot yeah, of clothes. Yeah, that, that's the fashion thing. Yeah, um, a you know? lot. Again, like King, you know, uh, President Koopa has has cornrows. Everybody else has this like super tight braiding going on in their hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that just uh, leaves way too much scalp exposed. It was the compromise between them not having hair, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe. Like, they just have a little hair. They're a little bit mammal. You know, I don't know. I don't <laughs> A little bit it. mammal, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mama was a mammal. Papa was a rock and roll. Um, so, and we're just kind of drinking in the details, as the Mario Brothers do. And for, for a long time, they think they're in another part of New York. Even though they just walk through a rock, <laughs> like I, I don't like, I don't like this ambiguity of them being like, "Well, this is the Upper West Side." Like I haven't been to Manhattan in a while. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, uh, where are we? I haven't been to Manhattan in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, it's a bad couple of weeks. <laughs> like this little like bit of shtick they're doing in this nightmare zone like does not work for me. <laughs> no, go back the way you came. Yeah, like literally, you know, just Call or it. just know that you walk through a rock. Like it's yeah. you know, just treat it like a rock. Um, so we're, we're seeing things like there's a thwomp bar. There's all these vote Koopa signs around. Mm-hmm. Um, there are these people, uh, somebody, this happens. The reason why I want to point it out is because it happens twice Okay. to show the kind of general vibe. They have somebody drive a bike into a railing and fall over it. Yeah. It happens almost exactly the same later in the movie. 
Like it just keeps happening. Well, at one point, uh, somebody drives a bike into a into a cab, and all the cabs they were they were in like bumper cars, like they're attached to a power grid. Um, he, and then later on in the movie, the same cab shows up, and there's a skeleton stuck to the yeah, power yeah. So more environmental storytelling, like <laughs> well, yeah, skeletons present. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there are some half human, half reptile hybrids. Yeah. So like there are people who evolve from different kinds of dinosaurs, as we established later with Koopa during his uh, de-evolution speech. Right. There are some people who didn't evolve fully, who became like half human, half lizard hybrids, but there's only one of them and he's kind of in the dark. So it makes me think that maybe they're like second class citizens. It, it looked like – um. so what was happening, like the strange reptile man, that looked like a Goomba to me, like this hmm. the, this this movie's version of Goombas. Well, he was he was his face was way more like elongated and stuff. Like Goombas hmm. have a very specific look. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think he was a Goomba. Like, yeah, Goombas he, have like a very striking silhouette. They look like nemesises. Yeah, it just it, it looked it looked Goombesque to me. But you only get like a small little uh, like a, like a small little look. Um, but also like instead of having rats, they have like tiny little slimy dinosaurs that yeah. go around and like bite at the fungus. The fungus. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there's a porno theater with uh that is running the film. I was a teenage mammal XXX, a parody yeah. of that <laughs> Earthside uh porno. I was a teenage lizard XXX. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they keep using the proper terminology: the Earthside and yes. and Dinoside. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so they don't know what they're doing, and that's kind of where we leave them because we cut to Koopa. Yes. Where we get the you know, our first shot of Dennis Hopper, cornrows and all. <laughs> Looking ridiculous, coating his hands in – like he's a germaphobe who like spends a lot of time in mud and wax. Yes. Like is coating your hands in, in wax like a thing you would do as a germaphobe? That That is actually a thing. So you can do okay. like, a, like paraffin or wax uh, is primarily used in skin care for the elderly. Um, just because of, uh, like weird exfoliants and things like that. Like what you would do is you would coat your hands. Like, like he's got like this little, like crock pot full of this stuff. You would dip your hands into it, um, let it harden. And then you would peel that off and that peels off the outer layer of skin, uh, almost like an exfoliant kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And I could see that being used for, uh, for germaphobic purposes. I, I had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just, just looks weird weird. and futuristic. And obviously, just take anything and add goop, and it can fit into this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we were thinking about this kind of touch for my character. Is it wet? <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, cut and print. Um, <laughs> I I love this character choice to make him so germaphobic, right? Because yeah. his nemesis is all around him. Yeah. <laughs> and know. it gives him his motivation for his that he'll explain like several thousand times over oh. the course of this movie. Like but he you know, he wants to get into a clean world because he's ruined this one. It makes the, the mushroom kingdom this kind of weird like hermit crab. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know, so we established he came to power within the last twenty years. The rest of the world didn't turn into a desert in the last twenty years. Like mm. they got the shitty end of the stick initially right right you know so a lot of this is koopa's corruption but a lot of it is just like the dino people have a rough life yeah they're just out of out of resources because they didn't you have know? that many in the first place right yeah i think you know yeah they would they it has to have been a long time if the rest of the world is desert right you know so it, it's not just koopa it's also the king pre- previous and his you know the previous king and everything like that. yeah if it's due to mismanagement at all it's been mismanagement for centuries yes yeah, yeah. um and the uh the, the country that uh that uh dino hatton is in is called sarasa land S A U R S A yeah like the uh yeah like Mario like Land uh, yeah yeah um whereas it could have been called uh, Dinosaur Island or whatever from uh <laughs> yeah. from Super Mario Brothers World but yeah, whatever. whatever Dino Land yeah um, so yeah so like this is his establishing moment showing that he is this neurotic and again Dennis Hopper is in full on I don't give a fuck mode um, yeah and you can you can kind of tell when he likes a line and when he doesn't. 
because sometimes yeah. he's just mumbling, but then his eyes open up and you can see the full the full ring of his iris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so fun. Like it would yeah. be very fun to have this role. I think. Um, <laughs> so the Iggy and Spike show up and they're like, "Hey, we got the princess," and they're expecting, you know, they're like, "I did it, I did it." They're expecting goodness to come to them, right? Uh, right. And then Koopa says, "You know, where's the rock?" Uh, and uh, I don't know, they, boss. There are the two plumbers. Yeah. So then then he sets up a plumber alert, like it's <laughs> yeah. a thing. Like it happens all the time. Like everybody's iPhone, bleep, 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 or L phone or whatever it would be, lizard phone. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like the end of John Wick 2. Like everybody gets the alert. And I was trying to think like, does this, do plumbers have a different like role in the society? Would something about lizard physiology change our need for plumbing? Uh, I mean, that's part of the, the assault at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Maybe. I, 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 I don't know. I, I literally think that it's just a non sequitur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be that too. It's just kind of weird that everyone knows what plumbers are. And I was like, do these, is this like, do they evolve to use litter boxes or something? <laughs> you know, because they are getting rid of like a lot of garbage. Right. Right. You know, out oh, in the wow. desert. So I was like, maybe huh. they don't, uh, maybe they don't use toilets. I think I think that w- I think we are examining the ontology of this world a little bit too closely. <laughs> I don't think I think somebody needs to do this. <laughs> okay, all right, it's fine. And if not us, like no, I I, I agree. It's it, it's fine. I'll I'll go along with you on yeah, it. I just, I just I worry that we're going to come back short and it'll drive us mad. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think there are answers here. No. Um. So and this is a frustrating inconsistency too. Just because I was paying too much attention to this movie, is he offers 2,000 gold Koopa coins as a reward. Later, there's a poster that offers 2,000 uh, coupons. <laughs> like, which is like much better. K-O-O-P-O-N-S. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why Why is there coupons now instead of Koopa coins? Like, <laughs> Also, we never see anybody actually using gold currency. <laughs> no, or, or currency in general. Right. I don't think. So it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether, whether it's like this company script or like, how it actually works. <laughs> um, to establish how awful this world is, as Mario and Luigi are wandering around wide-eyed, uh, um, an old woman walks up and says, oh, this is a dangerous neighborhood. Uh, you know, you, it's best not to walk around with a, without a weapon. Like, oh, we don't have weapons. Okay. She decides to mug them. <laughs> yeah. She zaps them with a, a cattle prod, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. then when she lands on a, a truck, she immediately cattle prods the guy driving the truck. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, she takes the meteor, and then a large woman throws her off of this overpass. Um, and this woman, uh, who we find out later is Big Bertha, named after the, 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 the fish, the fish, which is weird, um, activates her thwomp boots, uh, and then uh, gets out of Dodge, flies away. It, the, the, the stunt of her on the boots is very, very strange. Like it's a very non-organic jump. No, every, everybody just kind of moves. It's a little bit like you're like, <laughs> like you're learning flash animation and you're just tweening in a straight line. Yeah. I just move. Uh... My, my planet needs me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, at this point, Mario and Luigi, like good luck for them. And they got arrested because they have no direction. Otherwise, right. Um, a busker walks up to them, says like, Hey, and this is, this is Mojo Nixon, uh, says, uh, you know, cause if you're mushroom kingdom and got no Mojo Nixon, your mushroom <laughs> kingdom could use some fixing, um, walks up and plays this song about how awful Koopa is. So I guess there's some kind of resistance. Yeah. And, uh, the police come up and arrest him and the Mario brothers bless him mm-hmm. are like, you can't arrest a guy for singing a song. Right. And then they find out their plumbers look down at their belt. Yeah. The, the way, you know, somebody is a plumber is, do they have a wrench on their person? Yeah. If, if, if they're, you know, unless they're one of the dreaded carpenters, which are like the mimics of plumber kind in the mushroom kingdom. <laughs> a lot of false positives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we got to get our quota. Um, so, so but, they, they arrest all, all three of them. But yeah, Mojo Nixon is playing Toad. Which is yeah. strange, and it's especially strange what happens to him later. 
Yeah, and and the way you can tell he's toad is because his hair is in a swirl. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. I like I I, I like his portrayal. I, I actually like that actor. He's very uh he's very uh let's say congenial. Yeah. 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 He's he's great. He's really charismatic. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so and then we find out Daisy gets put in a cell with Daniela, you know who she met, and then all the other women. Yes. You know, that they uh, they kidnapped, which, like, to Koopa's credit, he's not just, like, summarily executing them. Right, right. But he knows that, yeah. he, that he can't let them go back out into the world. That'd be really dark if they were just summarily executing them. <laughs> I just say he's, he's such a shithead. Like, yeah. I was just half expecting it. Yeah. Um, but they're taken in and they're processed, which involves getting defungused um, and uh, also getting their mugshots taken by uh, – uh, this has to be the police, the, the police station fucking with them, right? No, it, it, everything is shaped like a gun yeah. because that's how they control, um, like, instead oh, they're, of mice. Their cameras, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their computer, or not the oh, cameras, yeah, but you know their mice, screens. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so everything is a gun, which is kind of showing how militant it is. Yes. So cameras are, you know, shaped like guns, computer mice are shaped like guns, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, and everybody's um, But they think these... they're going to get shot. Yeah, and every, yeah, so, and like, their, their, their mug shots are terrified, like, oh, are we dead? Uh, did a little bit of a cool running sing there. Um, and then, like, the prisoners are kept in these kennel cages, just stacked, you know, floor to ceiling. Um, and yeah. Toad is playing the song about how the brothers are from another dimension. <laughs> like, hey, Toad, you got a lot of information, don't you? He he definitely just says what happened. Because <laughs> in this world, like a weird thing is everyone in this world knows that they're from another dimension. Yeah. That had like great resources and stuff. So like it started making me feel kind of sympathetic to the people, like the man on the street. The Mushroom right, Kingdom. right. Like, it, you know, it, like it is, it is their like weird. It's their, it's their oppression myth. Yeah, 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 and and it, and it's true. Like they they yeah. were born on a world with a lot fewer resources. Mm-hmm. You got your one percent. You got your Koopa up and his like weird tower, mm-hmm. and they just didn't have enough, and they never will. Right. You know, like I felt bad for these guys. Yeah. Um, and I like Luigi's like just nod along. Like Luigi likes the song. Like <laughs> you know, Mario's not into it, but Luigi's just kind of game for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I like. Um, they get uh, so um, and and Toad talks about the fungus. Yes. He's like, and and you also <laughs> learn again in Bonfire Side Chat Hat, like. This is uh, people like suspect the truth. Yes, like it's not widely known, but it's a rumor. Yeah, like, so he's keep... like, you know what I think? <laughs> yeah. I- I've heard tell. My mama used to say that the fungus that you see is uh, the remains of the king, and he's around and watching us at all times. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is interesting because I mean, presumably the king was just. Yes, um, you know, people liked him. So the. Uh, they get sprung. They're like, hey, your lawyer wants to talk to you. Um, and it turns out this is Koopa. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> Pretending to be a lawyer. He didn't have a name for himself walking into it. So he's yeah. like, oh, I'm Lazard, Lazard. <laughs> yeah. Lazard, 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 and, and, and like the, the law firm or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and Mario and Luigi are like, hey, we have to find this Koopa clown. And I think this is one of Dennis Hopper's like best performances in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like you can tell he likes this part where he's like, that Koopa clown? Is one mean, egg sucking son of a snake. Like he, he says, he just like chews on every word. And it's really, really pleasurable. Yep. And then when he reveals that he's Koopa, like a second later, like, yeah. Like, Wait a minute. What, what about all that stuff you said about? You're like, well, did I lie? Well, yeah. It's it's pretty good. Um, I appreciate it yeah. quite a bit. Oh gosh. Um, there's a um, there's a game that I want to do for uh, for Adric Suffering uh, that mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the I think the only game that Dennis Hopper ever voice acted for. It's like mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper and uh, Billy Bob Thornton did a Wii game called Deadly Creatures. Okay, uh, which we're gonna have to go for. I I definitely want to do that. I'm down. Yeah. Um, the reason why he's interrogating them is because he wants to get their their crystal. Yes. 
Um, and there, he thinks he's like what crystal. He thinks they're holding on to him, so he takes him down to the devolution chamber. Yes. Uh, and this this scene is genuinely terrifying and weird. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, some real body horror that we that we are yeah. privy to. Um, in in uh, so in a part I, that was cut, he had, like to demonstrate this. Uh, Koopa d- devolves one of the technicians back to slime. Okay. Um, so we didn't see him just straight up murder a man. Well, here he says, uh, you know, your life now, it was like, he says something like, your life now is a musical past, your evolution, your de-evolution will be a living nightmare from which like, there is no escape or something like that. Yeah. He, it's a real, I have no mouth and I must scream thing because yeah. like there's a little bit of toad still in there. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking get out. <laughs> you know, like, don't, don't you, aren't you nervous when you're around King Koopa? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why would you say that? You know, no, and just like, no. uh, like, you know, just crying and like, you know, that little bit of you just kind of leaking out like Ugh. it's a uh, it's it's very very nightmarish yeah uh, you know sticking uh, mojo nixon into the de-evolution thing his face kind of like morph technology mm-hmm. and he coming and coming out of the goomba which we've seen before but are really weird as well because goombas in the game you know cute little uh, chestnut yeah guys uh, these things uh, nemesis is with tiny tiny heads yeah tiny tiny like lizard like heads some of them have like more elongated ones um, mm-hmm. They're like little snakes stick, sticking out of the top of their broad shoulders. Um, Toad is the variant that just has this wide grin. He's like a like a lime that has been that has that's had like a, a segment cut out of it. Yeah, he's he's a fun avocado. <laughs> um, like, yeah. and he's very sweet. This little bit where he comes back and they give him his harmonica back, and mm-hmm. whenever he talks, his harmonica sounds. Yep. I think is genuinely cute and funny, and happens for the whole movie. It, it, yep, definitely, it's great. <laughs> Like, so, yeah, they give him one of those harmonica braces, and like that's how you know that that is Toad, as as compared to all the other ones. But it's genuinely horrifying. I remember being incredibly upset uh, when yeah. I was a, when I was a kid watching this. Like, yeah, this is kind of the stuff of nightmares. Oh yeah, and and uh, Dennis Hopper is just like to him, it's all practical. Like he's mm-hmm. just like you were once a pest, and now you're a proud member of the the royal family. You know, go walk tall, <laughs> go be a goomba, <laughs> be proud, walk tall. Go Goomba! <laughs> yeah, and, and whenever he does, whenever he says Goomba, he goes like Goomba, ah, and then they, the Goomba like, goes, oh. right. you know, and the Goomba like makes a little noise too, and yeah. like they're sweet boys. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they're genuinely good boys. Like yeah. I don't know, all the Goombas are they seem like they're good guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then Koopa talks about his proud heritage evolving from the T Rex again. We yeah. have this, we have this weird kind of like supremacy going on. Um, um, so the Mario brothers over, overtake everything, stick, uh, Koopa in the thing and set him to de-evolve. They only set it back 20,000 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and de-evolve him like just a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like only like, the machine, like short circuits or something. I don't know why it didn't de-evolve him yeah, you know, yeah. or if it just made him more animal like in general. Like it just changes his pupils for like a second. And yeah. I wonder if that was them trying to explain like why he gets more aggressive and unhinged, but he was always aggressive and unhinged. That's, that's the thing is like, yeah. it's not a meaningful difference. No. So (laughs) it just buys them time to escape, you know, as they notice that, again, this tower, which weirdly is in one of the two towers. This is confirmed later when we see it phase in um, like like little fucking Nikki. Um, But they notice (laughs) like, oh, like like, it's a a building with athletes with the fungus is crawling all up inside it. Um, And the fungus tries to give them a bomb like Luigi wants to take it. But Mario urges him along. This will end up being Chekhov's bomb. Yes. Uh, and the bomb is straight, you know, one of the very few things that's straight from the game yeah. and also very cute. Yes. It makes um, me want to actually get like a little toy bomb bomb that'll walk around. I'm positive oh yeah, they, that exists. 100%. I, I think I've had one before, but it came with candy. 
on the inside. <laughs> okay. Um, this is one of my least favorite parts of the movie is this chase. Oh, it's so boring. It goes on, goes on for about 20 minutes. It feels like, like <laughs> yeah. they get on a zip line, they get out and they steal a police car. Um, and they do this very, very long chase out into the desert. Uh, that just goes on. I mean, you could see like, you know, people thinking it's going to be really like thrilling action, but mm-hmm. the music has not stopped going. Yeah, they've got those timpani hits. Like whenever they're yeah. uh, they're they're around Bowser, they you can tell that they're trying to do like the uh, the timpanis from Super Mario World a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like like in there, it's even probably like a similar MIDI voice or something. Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, they they ain't. No. Uh, so yeah, this this is very boring and very frustrating to me. Yeah. This chase, which eventually the only thing we need to know is the chase goes on and they get out into the desert. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where they end up in, um, what is it, uh, Kupahari Desert or something like that? Yes. So okay, here we go. Ding. Here's another yeah. Mario thing. Now oh, they go to a desert level. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so they're about to crash. The fungus stops them from falling. Um. And then Spike and Iggy come back <laughs> to be like, Hey, you know, uh, the plumbers escaped. And Koopa's like, why aren't you out there getting them? Um, two things I want to talk about. So he's bathing in mud. Yes. Uh, here. Which is another one of those lines, you know, in his hopper likes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I love about mud? It's clean and it's dirty at the same time. No, it's, it's, it's just dirty. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's mud. It's dirt. Um, it's dirt and water. It can't be clean. Um but the other thing is, I think she was introduced earlier, but we have to talk about Queen Koopa a little bit. Yeah, we have to talk about Le- Lena. Um, who is yeah. she based on? <laughs> I, don't... I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that actress who's been a lot of things, it's like Harry Potter's aunt. Yes. And yeah. stuff. Um, like, she kind of kills it, too. And one of the things I noticed, or the uh, uh, the girl I was watching the movie with, noticed, is that she changes clothes like six times in oh, this. Yeah. And all of her outfits are amazing. Yep. Like, it's all straight up, you know... Like, really, really incredible outfits. Mm-hmm. And she's changed clothes constantly. It's really great. Yeah. She's getting yeah. the most out of it. And she she's good. Like, the, like her backstory is, like, she was part of the bureaucracy, and then Bowser chose to, like, uh, raise her up to lieutenant or something like that. It's never straight up said that they're in a relationship together, but she is incredibly jealous. Of, yeah. That, of, I mean, that's of, why of I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why I feel like they probably are in a relationship, because she does not like when he's like, give me the princess. Yeah. Which, like, you know... <laughs> Rightfully so, right? Like, yeah. I thought, like, oh, why does he need the the princess? He doesn't, mm-hmm. right? Like, unless it's to get some kind of air of legitimacy, it's like some Game of Thrones shit. Oh, he, where he's he, gonna... he, he needs her in order to merge. We, we we see that we see that later. Oh, you're right because she tries to do it and she can't. Right, right. Yes, thank you. Um, but you know, she so he thinks it's she thinks it's because he wants to mac on her, which he kind of does. Oh, of course. Um, so she goes to get the princess, and I think she's genuinely like really spooky here too. Because mm-hmm. like they're just like, hey, are you here to help us? And she's hardly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like a good, you know, good line read. Yeah. Um, and finally cleans up Daisy because Daisy looks kind of like trash. It's like she's in her ears. Like she looks like a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dresses her up. Yeah. Well, she was traced, she was traced, chased through a sewer into a moist world. Yeah. Um, to be fair, right before that, she was on a date and still kind of looked like trash. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's an archaeologist, you know? Um, yeah. But like dresses her up in her mother's clothes, which is super creepy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Koopa decides at this point, again, being kind of a benevolent ruler. Well, um, and, well you, at first you think he's going to punish them. Yeah. Like de-evolve them into to Goombas, which is, as we have still established, is a living hell. Right. Like it is death for the, the dead in this mm-hmm. world. But instead can make them more intelligent, which is like, why doesn't everyone, like, <laughs> why don't you do this to yourself? Yeah. Why don't you do this to like, you know, you could have a bunch of mega intelligent servants, you know? <laughs> 
But yeah, like he, he puts them into there and you see their brains grow, you know, three sizes that day. And they come out and they talk like fucking Frasier characters. Ah, indubitably. They, ah, am I not so benevolent dictator? They're beast from the X-Men animated series. <laughs> like they turned they turned to Hanks McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> but they just use words like, oh, that's what you think smart is. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh... It's pretty frustrating. Yeah. But but they like they immediately question the logic of his plan. Like, oh, why would we go after them in the desert when we could just wait for them to come back here? Because obviously they're going to want Daisy. Like, nope, you have you still have to follow the, the, the law of this idiot. Ugh. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But uh but like this turn to make them into these still completely doofy, uh, but like, you know, ostentatiously pretending to be smart kind of characters. Uh, I like that. That's a, that's an interesting thing to do with the dumb henchmen. Like a little, little flowers for Algernon yeah. kind of thing. And it pays off in a way that I think is kind of satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> so we're out in the desert and they're arguing like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to go die over there then. Because again, Luigi is trying to navigate on intuition. Um, whereas Mario is not really having any of it. Um, Daisy is introduced to uh, her pet dinosaur, Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And Yoshi's kind of well done here. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some details on IMDb. Like it took like nine people to operate that puppet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is genuinely kind of impressive. And like this, this came out um, right before Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And they're both vaguely dinosaur themed. So a lot of people yeah. think that's part of why it did so poorly. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that underwhelming quality is probably the biggest thing. But yeah, yeah. a lot of times people like something I've read a bunch of times. People saying that like, you know, if uh, in a world without Jurassic Park, like this would be a very impressive dinosaur you know, for the time, like CG and puppet. Yeah. They're separated by like two months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, again, here's another great line, you know, Oh, just uh, go ahead and pet them. Just don't wave your hands around like a small animal. And then he goes, (laughs) yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so Koopa, we're kind of learn a lot from Koopa here. This is when Koopa is kind of being super creepo and doing some, so we're learning that there's going to be portable de-evolution guns. Um, which end up being super scopes, mm-hmm. and uh, this is for when the uh, dimensions merge because he's going to, you know, commit war yes. on our dimension. Um, and then he does this thing where he's like corners her, and he's like, "You're so fresh and you, you're so clean," <sighs> you know, like it's it's so gross. Yeah, shows her his gigantic tongue. <laughs> Don't like it. And then the weirdest line, which yeah. is, uh, you know, they say that little. <laughs> is it true what they say? Little girls never forget their first time they're kissed by a lizard. Like, no, and yeah, like nobody ever says that. Yeah, please, um, please stop, sir. Stop. Yeah, I wish you hadn't said it, and no one should ever say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, like, you know, as she freaks out and raises a fuss, he says, Take her away. I'll need to use her later. Nothing Ugh. about this is okay. Uh, yeah, not okay. Yeah, like, the, like, this is the scene I was talking about where I was genuinely afraid for Daisy. Yeah, get um, out, girl. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, no good. Uh, Iggy yeah. and Spike crash in the desert, um, and Mario and, Mario and the, uh, Luigi tie them up. And at, at this point, like they're ready to turn. They understand that like being sided with uh, with Koopa is not the best thing. Yeah. yeah. Or you know they're smart, so they could be just going along with whatever the wind the wind blows. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, and then again they explain the things again. At this point, you know this is it, it's like a shuttle run. Like we're getting. 80% of the story, then 85%, then 90%, then 95%. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, so if the meteor shard is reunited, that opens up the whole point between the worlds. Um, the only reason why they were able to come through at all um, and start kidnapping people is because of the archaeological dig. 
Yes. It, because, it found like a little sliver. Yes. Yeah, Capelli bl- like blew open the site in a weird like Lovecraftian kind of thing and like yeah. uh, weakened the bulwark between the two of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so characters are going to keep explaining that. <laughs> yep. To the to you. If you actually watch this movie, a lot of people say like they need the shard to merge the dimensions. We're going to stop saying it, but it's treated as a plot revelation from here on out many times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of like a very ex- extremely sloppy way. Yep. Um, so they're like, uh, they say like, hey, we don't really even care about the meteor, the Mario Brothers at this point. Mm-hmm. They're like, we just want the the girl, uh, you know, because the 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 they have not turned on Koopa yet. No. They're they're ready to, but they're saying like, hey, we'll trade the meteor for the girl. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really understand that Koopa needs the girl. They just think he needs the meteor, whatever. Um, so they say, you know, agreed. Uh, we don't have the meteor. This big lady took it. Oh, Big Bertha, the bouncer at the boom boom bar. Yes. <laughs> yep. So they go. Um, and so they ride a, a garbage truck back to the city. And the Boom Boom Bar is kind of like the centerpiece of the movie a little bit, right? Like, this is the scene that I remember the most. Like, everybody dancing to everybody walk the dinosaur. Yeah, the big hit from the soundtrack. Was that a song before this? It had, uh, to, it had to have been. Walk the Dinosaur had to, had to have been a song before this. I don't think it was written for the movie, but I think this was its breakout. Okay. I think this, like, it be, I could see it being like, you know, getting additional exposure from this. This is what I mostly know it from. Yeah. Let me see here. Originally written in 1987. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so old, older song, but re, you know, re brought up to yeah, like, uh, like redone by uh, George Clinton, I believe. Yeah. 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 So like the, the, this is, this is a cover, like a, like a re-recording, but like they are in this, you know, punk dance bar mm-hmm. <laughs> full of these, uh, full, full of these lizard people all dancing like dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which implies yeah. like a weird let's go back to the history of dance did that start out with people just kind of like w- walking around like monkeys maybe because yeah. there are a couple there are a couple dances that are like specifically aping monkeys oh yeah you, you do the monkey the mashed potato uh let me yeah. think back to the end of the great outdoors uh, yeah where they do all the dances hey 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 okay. <laughs> the, uh, yeah um so this this whole scene is very weird it's tough Full of fashion nightmares. Um, <laughs> Except for Big Bertha, who's repping it. <laughs> oh, Big, Big Bertha is great. Oh, and, yeah. like, the fact that there's a version of this that where Mario ends up with her makes me so happy. <laughs> yep. Like, you know, his, his actual girlfriend, like, that doesn't happen. But you know if they did the sequel, he'd hang out with Big Bertha. And this would be his, like, girl in every port. You know? Like, they, they've got, they've got like, a like an F, FWB thing going on that, like, <laughs> friends with Bertha that I, I, can, I can get down with. Bertha. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> uh, this is this is extremely like you know just in the list of things you get to see hey kids do you want to see this in this movie <laughs> like mario like stick his nose between like truly impressive cleavage <laughs> is on that list yep it's in there yeah, like, you want to see mario try to lick a gem out of a boob <laughs> like, we get to see that <laughs> Mommy, oh. why does my penis feel funny like yeah. uh, <laughs> But yeah, like like so he's dancing with her, um, you know, after she punches him, like he's like, I'm I'm going in. I'm trying to get this necklace off of her, just in this increasing uh this escalating series of slapstick maneuvers. He's uh, using his she, charm. He's yeah. like he like wets his hair back. He's like, Yeah, nobody can resist a Mario. Uh, you know. <laughs> but like the like all the moves that he puts on that she doesn't notice him trying to raise her necklace over her head. Or get it with his mouth right in her boobs. <laughs> right. Like, literally right in her boobs, which turned out to be a good move. Like, she's way into that kind of, like, sexually aggressive Italian man <laughs> thing because, like, she, you know, she she ends up going for him. She turns into a good guy. Yeah. At this point. And we didn't mention this, but when they first showed up, uh, her, their tools get confiscated because it's, like, Deus Ex 2. And they, uh, 
this is the wanted poster that says it's 2000 coupons uh, that you can, you know, for the reward. So the, uh, the lady at the, the bar turns him in. Yes. Calls the, uh, the Goomba police. Yeah. And so Queen Lena shows up and, you know, along with some Goombas um, and there's this big dance sequence as they, uh, as, as, they, as everybody's uh, chasing them around. Iggy and Spike are captured. There was a scene cut here where they were like doing a rap about how bad King Koopa is. Well, they don't, they, uh, there's a scene actually in the movie where they do that as well. Oh, really? I, um, like, I didn't yeah, notice that. It wasn't, a, it wasn't, when you say a rap, you mean talking or do you mean like a, like, his like, name is K to the O to the yeah, O. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like a rap. <laughs> oh no so that was cut yeah they do show them at the bar talking down talking shit about koopa yes to other patrons mm. so they do they do kind of show that allegiance actually shifting here yeah they don't yeah. show the actual rap song which like bless like <laughs> i i would I, I would love to see that yep like please um please. <laughs> it doesn't need to be edited just give me the dailies come on man <laughs> yeah, just, uh, an animatic <laughs> like i just i just need the audio i just need um, fisher stevens rapping about king koopa I mean, it, it could end up being on the soundtrack, actually. Oh, well. Maybe worth investigating. Um, so uh, Bertha knocks uh, – Lena's coming to get them. There are Goombas everywhere. Lena's going to capture them, um, drinks this shot. Like, she's breaking bad slowly here. Oh, yeah. As well. She drinks and, a shot uh, that has a screaming worm. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, like a lizard do. Uh, and uh, Big Bertha – punches her and decides to help him get away yeah yeah so mario yeah. drops the drops the rock through some grates which is a problem yeah. why are there so many grates <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh, because of the toilet problem i was talking about earlier oh yeah yeah just because they just, don't use plumbers it just like, falls they just where they stand yeah who's on down <laughs> um, <laughs> um so uh you know they get these uh these jump boots because you know to let us like kids finally see mario brothers do mario shit yep. for once in their life uh, <laughs> they put a cartridge in that is shaped like a like a bullet bill yeah <laughs> No. Um, and which are essentially just like, you know, like compressed air, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. And then Bertha gives like Mario this great kiss like beforehand. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, don't leave. Don't forget me or something like she says something like, <laughs> I'll like, wait for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for you. And it's like, I love it. Like, yep. give me give me that relationship. <laughs> um, you go, Bertha. I, I want to see them talk about who's going to pay what bills. Yeah. Debra. Debra. Um. So uh, they they they, uh, they jump out through the skylight. They put milk crates on their fucking heads because, like, just for I guess like the kids who are just like, oh Mario, why does he hit his head? He puts his hand up. <laughs> like Mario doesn't hit things with his head. He he, no. he punches things. No, and and also for, they put milk crates on for, for, for the for the little kids who might might ask the question, why aren't they cut to ribbons? Yeah, and this milk crate will protect them. This thing yeah. that like its defining feature is that it's not contiguous. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Luigi manages to grab a bop bomb uh, from the fungus, and they're like, "Oh, we're hightailing it back. We're getting into the tower." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is another really long stretch of this movie. <sighs> yeah. This tower it, thing, and it's it's confusing because like this whole uh, cold thing that they do it um, doesn't pay off. <laughs> I mean, it does when they eventually slide down that tunnel, but ah, they yeah. weren't planning that. No. Like it's it's a dumb plan. Yeah, like yeah. they're like they're like they're literally just they're in the basement. They see pipes and realize, hey, we're plumbers. We can use our superpowers to turn off the heating system. This is what I was talking about with them. You like something about the plumbers being important because they're reptiles. They probably need to stay warmer because of the cold blood. Yeah, maybe. Well, it doesn't actually pay off. I think that's the idea. Yeah. Behind uh, what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Before that, though, we get this amazing scene. This is the one, like I said, like very haunting scene is when oh, we first yeah. see the old king. Yeah. Above, uh, above they, the throne. 
Yeah, like this, like like this is Dark Souls shit. Like yeah. this, you know, this slime, like you know, kind of calcified uh, uh, liquid pouring onto this throne mm-hmm. uh, in a big empty white room. Like this is great. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, when Koopa comes up and starts talking, like this weird little appendage, appendage like pulls out of the foreskin or something. It's super biological and gross. Yeah, it's disgusting, and yeah. it's just coated with Vaseline. Yeah, like it's so so just coated with petroleum jelly. It's really nasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but like this confirms it's true. Like he's there. Like this is obviously the king. Um, yeah. you know, and and Bowser is holding him hostage, still alive, still you know there enough to be talked to and to respond. But that's well, about he, it. Yeah, he doesn't know the degree to which. Right. Like I think that that the the fungus is sentient. Right. Like he doesn't like it, but I don't think he knows it's like helping the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't know that you have to trust the fungus. Um, yeah. And instead, you know, he just goes down there, gets his jollies, and then orders a pizza. I'd like a Koopa special. Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, no worms, and uh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is setting up like a recurring gag that just is there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't, uh, you know, but he orders it with a gun, which I like. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they, they sabotage the eating system, and then there we go. This is Mario Begins. They grab some disguises, which don't do anything to disguise who they are. In fact, it just makes them look more like plumbers because it is jumpsuits that have the vague coloration and pattern of their game outfits. Yeah, it doesn't uh, – I thought the idea was like they were going to try to dress up as carpenters or some other kind of – Oh, workman. yeah, some other tradesmen, yeah. But not really because they're no. still carrying pipes, which is the primary identifier of a – you know, you know a plumber. They still have their tool belts, which are plot important that like Mario says, ah, you got to trust the tools. You always have them. I got these from so-and-so. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, uh, they show Iggy and Spike again, who have been uh, brought in and they've become woke as shit. <laughs> like they, they are now lefter than left. Like, <laughs> yep, they call Koopa the oppressor of the proletariat. It's pretty good. <laughs> like I, I am also into that arc. <laughs> Um, and Koopa is treating Lena like shit. Like Lena, you know, asks her something and he's just like, you know, you idiot. Like if I'll explain, I can't remember what he, she asked her, but he says, it's another good line where he's like, I'll explain this to you tomorrow, provided there is a tomorrow yeah. because we are fucking doomed. So <laughs> I don't know what that actual time limit is. Like if they're just like, like they're literally down to their last resources. You know, like this yeah. is, he ordered the world's last pizza. You know, <laughs> the second it's delivered, it's end game. Yeah, that's it. We use the last of our fossil fuel to, um, but uh, that's when she reveals that she has the rock. Yes, she turns and it's like, oh shit, she's doing a power grab. Fucking yeah. Cersei. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, she's going for it. We're gonna see. We're gonna see how that manifests later. And Koopa's none too pleased. There's the elevator scene with Luigi uh, distracting the Koopas by, by making them this dance. Is, I think this is so good. And this cute. is so good. I, I think this is this is this is like genuine, like a genuinely great moment of movie. <laughs> yeah. Because he just starts rocking a couple of them, like it's like reteaching them the magic of dance of waltz. Like yeah. the, there's elevator music playing. Yeah. That's like this, like really gentle, like elevator music waltz. And he's just like, no, trust me. And just starts doing this. And they just start going, <laughs> you know, because again, they're extremely good boys. Like yeah. they're not bad. I know. Like they're good pups. Yeah, they're they're just weapons. They've been pointed, you know, like in like yeah. in a direction by a bad person. You know, they're they're there's they're no bad goombas, just bad koopas. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, but he distracts them, and this comes back in a bad way. Like it's it's kind of like how if one crow learns a trick, all the crows in the area learn that trick. Like yeah. all of them learn the magic of dance. Well, they they end up they have to because initially this is this this joke is extended for a little while because at first. They get in the elevator, they hide behind the guys. Mm-hmm. And then two more people get in the elevator and they have to like hide behind them as they turn. Mm-hmm. And then more people get in. It just keeps happening. So it's like a pretty well set up joke. Yeah. It goes for a while. And then they end up rocking everybody. They kind of sneak <laughs> in to – so it's not just like virally they learn. Like they have to yeah. actually get everyone dancing. Yeah. Um, it just distracts them so they can get out. And then their commander shows up and like gives them you know a 10 hut. And yeah. then they all get kind of embarrassed that they've been, they've been dancing. <laughs> that they have been embracing each other. They just want to play. Yeah, they've yeah. Been, yeah, they've been dancing with each other. They put their arms on each other's shoulders and like waltz together. <laughs> it's so fucking cute. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Meanwhile, Toad, he becomes a palace servant at this point, right? Um, yeah. And he brings two steaks to Daisy and Yoshi. Uh, Daisy says, hey, I'm a vegetarian. Can, can you bring me some vegetables as Lena you know, shows up that afterwards. Steak looks so gross. It does. Well, it's raw. It's raw yeah. and it's very uh, again slimy because it's in yeah, this movie. Because everything <laughs> they gave it a good Vaseline wipe. Because <laughs> the director poured a like a cup of hot coffee on it. <laughs> he partially cooked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Lena comes in, tries to slice Lena's throat. Yoshi grabs Lena by her, uh, no, tries to uh, slice Daisy's throat. Yoshi grabs Lena with his tongue, and then <laughs> and Lena stabs Yoshi in the neck. Yeah, so kids, if you want to see this cute dinosaur get stabbed in the neck, yeah, this uh, dog—it's a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, that lets Daisy escape. She runs into Toad, who Toad comes back with the vegetables, yeah. and he's so happy. He's got this look on his face, like, uh, you know, Toad did good. Yeah, like it is so sweet, Cole. Like it's like it, it, it. I was I was in a good place in general. Okay, like if this had happened during certain points of my life, there are parts of this movie that would have made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his, his face yeah. when he brought back the vegetables. Yeah. Like he was, so, he was like, "I'm he was a good so, boy." He was so happy to have done good. Um, yeah, yeah. Gary, that's like ridiculous. This, this, that this would have made you cry, but I can this, understand. This, 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 you know, this, this, him him grasping on to this former little bit of dignity, like yeah. the little bit of the good person he once was, mm-hmm. that like is peeking through mm-hmm. this fascist regime. Like I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I think that's genuinely pretty touching. <laughs> I think that if I just goaded you into explaining it further, I could actually get you to cry on air. <laughs> I, I, I think I could get you to miss stuff. Doesn't it seem like on a long enough arc, I would be the one who make you cry on this relationship? <laughs> what do you mean? How ironic it would be that, like, well, just because of, like, I don't know. I think I'm generally a little bit meaner than you are. And, like, <laughs> um... <laughs> well, 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 no, see, that's the thing. You can be as mean to me as you want. You can pound me down as much as you uh, as much as you have the ability. That is going to be nowhere near as powerful as appealing to the fucking humanity inside you. That That's probably true. And yeah. Chris, like, you've been tra- trained in, like, mood and gravity. Like, Chris has already been working <laughs> no, I've been on I've trained in Jupiter gravity, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I would be, I'd be standing, you know, in the footsteps of giants. Like there'd be no way that I could, you know, could get there. Whereas, you know, uh, yeah, you could, you could, I, you probably could. If we, yeah. if we spent too much time on this scene, like if we made the whole podcast about this scene of like how Toad feels and like, you know, maybe it reminded him of like people he used to care yeah. for before he was homeless and like, yeah. you could probably come up with a backstory that, that this would actually do it for me. <laughs> yeah. But he gets, you know, hey kids, your big friend Toad, he gets set on fire alive. Uh, as well, so not only do you get to watch Yoshi get stabbed in the neck, you get to watch your friend Toe get set on fire. Yeah, because Mario's fun, kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's it's horrifyingly set on fire. Like his entire body, um, yeah, is is, is covered in flames. It's so strange. 
Yeah. Uh, so the, these uh, these other Goombas are walking uh, Iggy and Spike out. Um, they try to shoot Daisy. They end up shooting Toad. He gets set on fire. <laughs> Daisy goes and finds a uh, fire extinguisher, which mm-hmm. is great. Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, um, and so Iggy and Spike start uh, siding with Daisy. Who knows if this is a lie, but they say, oh, yeah. we were we've actually, always- yeah, we were like, we've, we've always been with your father, like since before his demise, you know, and so like they're going what to. What does loyalty mean in like a democratic election? Like I don't, <laughs> but still. <laughs> but they, um, but yeah, they, you know, end up working their way and taking her to her dad saying, hey, this is probably going to trip you out, but here's daddy. Yeah. We're going to show you something weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she goes to the slime ball that is her father hanging from the ceiling, which she just accepts. When we come on her again later, like I feel like this has just been a really long day for her, and she is suffering some from some real weird stress. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she's, she's, like, she's cracked. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like Mario at the end. She's ready for anything. She's seen pretty much all of this, you know? Like, I guess that's true. Yeah, like somebody walked into a room full of women and said, oh, you must be the princess without any real context. Yeah, it's still to treat this slime thing as her father, like just the yeah. physical repulsion, like getting over that seems like a, a bridge. Yeah, to me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, Mario and Luigi they make it into a huge open shaft. This is such a nothing scene. It is, is it, yeah, this doesn't need to be. Yeah, it's just showing that the fungus will save Mario. Like yeah. the like Luigi jumps, he gets caught. Um, says, "Hey, I can fly." Doesn't realize that Mario jumps almost to his death, bounces back up. Yay! Trust the fungus. There you yep. go. As Yoshi directs Daisy to use a laser gun to uh, to look at the uh, the cameras. Yes. So he talks to them. Say like, "Hey, this is where we're at. This is just so we can get everybody together again." Yes. Yeah. Um, a cop calls Koopa and says like, "Hey, you know, Lena called. Give us some orders via you." Yeah. Um, Everybody's in be, place. Yeah. To be placed to deal all the ma- the mammals. And Koopa's like, what the fuck? You know, I didn't, I didn't want the mammals to evolve. I need her. She's going to do the rock, you know, which like if he had been more transparent with his, his servants, none of this would have happened. Right. Because Koopa is hoisted on his own petard. He's, he's not exactly uh, doing something they would disagree with. You know, like everybody knows what's going on. There doesn't have to be any secrecy. No, no. It's just, it's just Koopa not being a good leader. Yeah. Um, also at this point, it's revealed to Mario that Daniela was captured and is here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He goes and runs off to get her saying, I was going to take her to WrestleMania. That's, that's, I think that's a good joke. Too. <laughs> that's a I mean, good line. Really pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so Koopa captures everybody. Koopa runs into them just as they happen to be walking out of the chamber. Because <laughs> yeah, all just like there are two hallways in this tower. Well, also, he saw them on a, on the camera. Yeah, when she was talking to the plumbers, like he saw them. You know, yeah. He changes from his pizza station. Um, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the cops capture Lena. They get the rock and then, you know, Mario gets the girls out of their cell um, and they escape by sliding down these very spacious frozen pipes um, yes. in this very long scene uh, where somehow they're being chased <laughs> by these humans. I misread the note, Cole, yeah. and it looked like you said, uh, or it looks like in the notes, it said, like, Mario and the girls escape by sliding down some very spacious frozen pipes pursued by hot Goomba. Yeah, you know, the one Goomba? hot Goomba. <laughs> that, one, that one Goomba who's just, like, really ripped. Yeah, I mean... there's, there's hot Goomba. You know hot Goomba. Yeah, hot Goomba. That Pepsi break. Hot Goomba. <laughs> Pepsi, Pepsi break. Hot Goomba. Goomba. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they glide gently down to street level. Again, their home planet needs them, and the home planet this, is on street level. Yeah, th- this is where they almost died. Yes. This is where they, the uh, the problem with the uh, – they almost fell onto that concrete rather than gliding on the street level. <laughs> um, 
at the actual end of the stunt before they like CGI'd it. Yeah. Or what they did. Concurrent with this, you know, Bowser is ready to go to war, hand off the devolution guns, prepare for destiny. Where's my pizza? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Let's keep track of it. It comes, it comes back later too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Koopa faces them down. Again, there's a little funny little bit where he keeps getting alerts and they're not important, including that his pizza is ready, which like cute. Um, And Mario fires these stomper boots at him. Yeah. Which is kind of weird into this, like this thing that would pour molten lead. Yeah. It's like a, like a, like a hopper. Uh, Yeah. It's a, it's a Dennis hopper. Yeah. Oh, it's the Dennis hopper hopper. Yeah. It's kind of like the clown thing from the end of Super Mario world. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but um like he just uses that knocks him there um and this ends up being uh kind of like a little shell game almost yes uh, and again we have this we have this uh concurrent action as mario decides to you know to deal with koopa having knocked the uh the meteor out of out of the way uh lena um <laughs> leaps after the meteor falls onto the power grid and she gets bride of frankenstein hair yeah and, and doesn't die like, there no no she not. she runs off because only in, in Brooklyn do they have the medical technology to save her. <laughs> right. So she, she runs along. And the party's kind of split at this point. Mario is dealing with Koopa and Luigi and stuff go chase uh, Lena, who goes into the, the tunnels, goes to where the meteor is, is trying to put it in, and it's like lightning zapping her as she does it. Yeah. Uh, Mario and Luigi – or Luigi and uh, Daisy get there a little bit too late. She puts it in. It throws her against the wall and turns her into a skeleton with hair. <laughs> right. Um, and this this is actually, I think this is some really great timing from John Leguizamo, who, oh, like, yeah. one of the things he complained about is how he wasn't allowed to ad-lib. Uh-huh. He wanted to ad-lib in the movie. And I really wish they had let him do it because the timing on this feels like something he brought to it himself. Yeah, yeah. He says, man, she sure makes an impression as she is but, embedded into the wall as a fossil. <laughs> but, but as a, uh, like, after a long time, like, Daisy looks horrified. Yeah. Like Daisy does not happy. And there's a long beat before he goes. And he just has that, like that John Lowe was almost smile on his face. This entire lady <laughs> yeah. that hasn't left his face the entire no, movie. No. And he's just like, man, she sure makes an impression. It's very funny. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, so she is dealt with. Um, and again, as all the pieces are falling into place, the merging begins to happen. Um, yes. you know, Mario, uh, he's doing like a, like a decoy rock kind of thing. He grabs, he grabs a stone and he uses the, uh, the, you know, necklace part of it. So like, haha, Hey, here's this. And Mario reveals his bob and everybody freaks out about this at the very yeah. sight of the small little thing. Uh, because yep. we know that this is going to fuck things up. It falls through the floor and then both of them start dissolving. Apparently yes. the merging happens selectively. I don't understand what causes one person to carry through and others. Not I don't know to. either. It's like, it's an order of plot of importance and they're yeah. all going to, they're all going to come in this one spot. Or are they going to like queue up? Like, <laughs> how is that going to work? I don't know. Yeah. It just, it just has to happen as they go yeah. back into Brooklyn. Um, and we see the twin, the twin towers turn into Koopa's towers. Yeah. Too soon. Uh, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> well, this was 1993. So that was the, and the it was too that, soon. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, way too early. No, yeah. like, but that was that was also the year of the first attack on the trade centers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the old old uh, old second run, old Johnny come lately. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid for a bride. That attack. Jeez. Um, the, <laughs> I don't know, man. Can't go on. Can't go on that ride with you. <laughs> so um, they're back. They're now they're in the the real world where the Scapellis are like you know are at their thing doing evil at the site. Right. Um, Koopa immediately shoots Scapelli. Yeah. 
like they could have got along. Like those guys could have been friends, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> and turns him into an ape. And uh, he's an ape in a suit with like a wedding ring. The cl- the crowd goes ape shit. Like the crowd all starts laughing and stuff. No <laughs> one is terrified at cornrow laser shoot, like cornrow de-evolution bazooka man coming through. Yeah, uh, cor- cor- cornrow McSuper scope. <laughs> yeah. No one gives a shit. They just like that there's a monkey and that's literally all it takes. Like it's like a therapy monkey. Like <laughs> just like everyone is immediately calm and joyous. Pray for Mojo. It's, it's so, Mojo prays for you, man. Like it is, <laughs> it is, it is amazing. Like yeah. the, this, uh, just the panning shots of the audience is laughing. Like, why does it have to be here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, some of the sequel speculation was that uh, Skipelli Monkey would turn would turn out to be Donkey Kong. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, they they talked about Donkey Kong being the villain in the second one, but then the actual writers made it. Uh, yeah, made it made Wart. It. Wart so. doesn't yeah. get enough attention. No, I like Wart. Yeah, I like that boss fight too. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to do that eventually. I love that game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they're only there long enough to turn this to ruin this man's life forever, uh, <laughs> much to everybody's delight. As they merge back in, you know, because of Luigi and Daisy stopping it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they get back there, and everybody again gathers at the the at the site as they're back on this catwalk over the hopper. Um, and Toad, having decided he is grateful uh, for uh, Daisy saving his life, gives uh, Daisy and Luigi devolution guns. Um, yes. One of them gets to Mario, and they decide to uh, – and then Toad, in this expert turn, distracts the Goombas with harmonica music, giving them just like the, the, the floor to have this uh, this big uh, you know showdown. And again, uh, the, the Goombas were turned on to the magic of music mm-hmm. earlier, so it all it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Just just, um, just just some small piece of being human was given back to them. A little bit, a little piece of dignity. Yeah, a little yeah. bit a little bit of color in their in, in their small. I understand what you're trying to do, but it's yeah. not going to work. Okay. The um, <laughs> like I've always I've always liked the design on the Super Scope. Yes. Because like the NES Zapper is all cool and and everything, but like it just you know it looks like a gun. The Super Scope was always big and weird and and yeah and intense. Like yeah. I, I always really like the super scope. Yeah, the the appeal of the zapper is all in the sound. Yeah, yeah, that clang is really really nice. Yeah, um, super scope also has a nice sound to it as well. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun toy bazooka. Yeah, I've never. I dig, I dig it quite a bit. I don't know if I've ever used a super scope. I really want to do something with one. I yeah. we're, for for the network. I don't know whether it'd be a good live show or it'd be a good like shorter episode or something. Mm-hmm. But like, I really feel like the super scope could find a place. Yeah, because they're not that expensive, and it's the games that are on it are actually kind of neat and fun. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, the, the, like, Koopa this is... starts turning into a into a dragon, essentially, <laughs> like turning into a, a T Rex at first. Or he starts he starts kind of like wigging out because of the devolution before, but then they zap him and he turns more into a T Rex. Yeah, and this is this is where all the Max Headroom you know mojo went was into yeah. like designing these weird little transformation uh, sequences. Yeah. Um, as the as the uh, babam blows up like it, it has walked all the way around under this bridge um and then knocks him into into the hopper right you yes. know con- confining him so everybody can train fire to devolve him back through being a dragon t-rex turtle whatever um and into slime yes <laughs> yeah and then uh the king i don't know why <laughs> I don't know. there's no again there's no ontology for this it was yeah it was not like a load-bearing koopa like there wasn't like a you know a curse or anything like that like they never explained it it's just like it's just the right of succession. It's like how if 
the president and vice president die, the speaker of the house automatically turns into back into the king. I don't know. Like, I don't understand why this happens, but he turns into his humanoid form. And wouldn't this have been like a great opportunity for some stunt casting? Like if this was like just a short cameo by like, you know, Sean Connery or something. Oh yeah. Don't you think that would have been like, you know, like in, in men in tights or whatever, like Mm -hmm. the only thing that would have been fun. Yeah. That would have been, it would have been great because he just has to appear in that one scene. Like yeah. he, he's there, he just has to cough out a little bit of something, which in IMDb says it was like Rice Krispies, him, him coughing up the fungus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was his idea. That was one of the few things they let him just kind of do. Yeah, on his own, like it was his idea to cough up the fungus, which I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, super horrifying. Also, how did his clothes de-evolve with him? I don't know. Clothes, <laughs> clothing de-evolving would turn into like wool. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you it just, just turn into clothes. Yeah, I, so I, so all of a sudden you're a lizard with just a, like a, like a bunch of jute growing out of your back. Like a, like a handsome sweater. <laughs> like keep that. Yeah, like yeah. Like, like some kind of uh, like Lindsay Woolsey tunic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, so you know that that everything's taken care of. The crowd cheers. Nobody likes Koopa. Yep. Uh, we go back. Uh, Mario and Luigi return to the meteor chamber and daisy opens the wall for those guys with using just like crystal magic yeah yeah like she could just zap it open yeah, she I shoots guess. a laser at it like yeah, yeah it's, okay, it's, i'll keep it open for at you. this point all the rules are off who gives yeah, a shit yeah just... um and daisy's like hey i have to serve as princess yeah I'm a princess now i can't go back to new york i don't care about archaeology right like there are actual dinosaurs here you idiots like i don't <laughs> this will make my career this is my dream i've i've, I've never felt at home there you know like yeah. where i felt most at home was in a sewer guess what this whole world is a sewer yeah and i intend to make it that way yeah um we didn't actually mention this um but the the only uh and just want to talk about because it it's another really striking great image in this is that the the city is the only place on this world that's populated. Yeah. And there's a part where they show the globe mm-hmm. and it's a globe of desert with one city with gigantic size skyscrapers on it. Yeah. I think that image is awesome. Oh yeah. Where he like spins the globe and it just got one city on it. Mm-hmm. Like if I ever loved a city enough, I could, I would, see, I could see custom making a globe that did that. Oh, or yeah. that, that aesthetic. I just think it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, anywho. Um, so Daisy decides to stay, uh, again, Mario's right over <laughs> Luigi's shoulder telling yeah. him how to feel about girls. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like, he's like, no, come on, come on, just come back, come back here. And he's like, Mario's like, no, no, she has to decide where she belongs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just perfect. Per, you know, just yeah. like, it makes perfect sense. Yep. Um, they kiss, they come back, uh, cut to three weeks later. Uh, Luigi is depressed. Mario is flaunting his relationship in front of, <laughs> yeah, uh, in front of his younger brother. Yeah, as they're working in the kitchen to make the gravy, you know? Yeah. Your, your, your true love means nothing. Keep stirring that pasta sauce, slave. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, they, they show up there on Mysterious World, on that uh, Miraculous World, that Unsolved Mysteries kind of knockoff show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, that makes me really feel strange about what that show's place is in this universe. Where, yeah, like, because everyone this is, saw this. This is news. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody saw the Twin Towers turn into a Nightmare Apocalypse version. Yeah. And this guy turned into a monkey who presumably has family and, and employees that have questions. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I, it, it was kind of implied when he turns into the monkey that they pick him up and they go, boss. So it's like he still has his job, I think. Oh, boss like, monkey. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be boss monkey with, you know, in uh, the sequel, you know, boss baby teams up with boss monkey mm. finally <laughs> um but the you know the anchor then says you know what we've all been waiting them for him to say yep. uh not an awkward line at all no no saying like yeah. ah, yes these two mario brothers cross dimensions a weird thing to say i'd call them <laughs> the super mario brothers <laughs> cool. uh, and then daisy kicks in the door and says uh we need your help you're never gonna believe this mario says I believe. Uh, <laughs> Get then, up. Come on, yeah. Luigi. Let's go. And then, then a rock set song, please. 
<laughs> so I had no idea. So the, so the, 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 the credits play out. There's a post credit sequence, Gary. Yeah. 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 Um, which is cool. Cause it confirms that he and Spike made it. Yeah. And they made it to the real world, mm-hmm. which I, I like the idea of those guys hanging out. Yeah, they, they they seem like they would get along over here, yep. li- lizard blood aside. Uh, but yeah, it's these two Japanese businessmen saying, hey, we want to make a video game of your adventures. And they argue over the name. They say, ah, yeah, the Super Koopa Cousins. Waka waka. Yeah. Yep. And, and you know, I'd play that. Yeah. Um, and then that's and that's the movie. And there never was that sequel. Um, you can <laughs> read a comic, though, if you want to read what the writers want would have wanted to do. Yeah. So this has been a long episode of this show, but I feel like it's worth it because there's a lot packed into this. And... I think that our kind of affection for this movie is showing through. It yeah. feels it feels very strange to do Tomb Raider and then this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's we when we set out to do the show, we didn't want it to be another bad movie podcast because those are yeah you know, ten thousand a do, you know a dime a ten thousand yeah you know, like there's yeah. so many of those yeah um and this this movie has been talked to death right so like there's that yeah. right. But like something being talked to death doesn't mean we won't talk it to death. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're doing we're we are doing we got games on our docket that have been talked mm-hmm. to death. Like it's uh we do games that have been talked to death. Mm-hmm. Uh we can do movies that have been talked to death as well. Yeah. Um but I like this. It's not a great adaptation. Like all it's of a bad the adaptation. Uh, yeah, all of the um, you know, adaptation kind of elements, things that would have made this things that would have made this faithful are kind of cameos. Right. Just set mm-hmm. dressing or kind of allusions in business names like the cabs or uh, wiggler cabs, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's just those small little things. Nothing about the actual plot does anything to like n- like nothing about the plot, the production design, which is fine, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Screams Mario, you know, and and there's probably people who have made the I mean, I know there are people who have made the argument. Uh, they were just like, oh, like, how would you make a movie about Mario? It doesn't really have a plot. No, you could. Mm-hmm. Like, you would you would take the skeleton of what you do in Mario, which is a quest into another world to save somebody, uh, and then you could add things to it. Yeah. You know? They, um, which, I mean, I guess you can make the argument that's what this did, but I don't feel like that. Like, no. it's You know, it's just what they added were bad things. Like, if you add, you know, were mistakes. Like, if you added not this kind of grim grittiness, if you didn't add this kind of weird, you know, plot. Like, Koopa could have been... You could have gone kiddier and had it been good. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could have gone more adult and had it been good. No. I think that's probably the fatal flaw is like it nodding towards being grim and gritty at all. Yeah, that's that that that, that, that is a mistake. Even though that results in it being kind of a fascinating disaster. Yeah, it makes it it makes it good in a in a bad way. Yes, yeah, you know, bad in a good way. You know, <laughs> like it's uh, it, it it is a very strange decision at the at the very least. Yeah, I don't know. Like how you give how you give a plot to Mario is uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they probably wouldn't have gone animated because animated movies were not that huge at the time. Accepting Disney itself would have been, you know, really expensive to make it animated. Like just that wasn't what they decided to make. But like you can do a basic Mario thing that feels a lot like Mario that does have a plot on top of it. Yeah, um, you know, like it's it's there. And and so many things are kind of are were got correctly in this where like the casting is good, um, you know, generally pretty fun. There are elements of the you know the concept like if you didn't decide to make it like a nightmare, you know, Cronenberg nightmare, like you know if it had been like a regular world, like not Blade Runner in New York, you just had mushrooms everywhere, not this like weird slime, not ramen, cooked ramen noodles, but just like mushrooms, like cute toadstools everywhere. Like you could have gone and done even the basic version of this and just tried not to make it quite so unsavory. Mm-hmm. 
and I still think it would, I, I think it could have worked as well. Yeah. You know, um, even with the basics, like, like the, any number of the elements would have worked okay on their own. Mm-hmm. The aesthetic element only works as a curio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, but a version with this basic plot, even with the dimensions and everything, if it just had been gone for cute, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, you could have it, new brutalism. You, you could have <laughs> actually made it good. I think. Yeah. But still keep Dennis Hopper. Um, oh and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But make him look different. Like, yeah. you know, either uh, either go for, like, a straight-up, like, Jim Henson, like, lizard man, mm-hmm. you know, suit. Like, do, go that way. Or just have him be a businessman, mm-hmm. you know, and just have it be a metaphorical lizardness, yeah. you know, or, like, tyrant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do, but do, don't give him the goofy cornrows. Don't make him slimy all the time. Like, <laughs> stop him from sweating so much. <laughs> I think that was the cocaine, Gary. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably. But you got to get somebody to pat down that damp boy. <laughs> Somebody needs, dip, somebody needs to dab hopper yeah, get, get a hopper dabber a little, dab, <laughs> little, little dabber do you when it comes to hopper town like you you could just you could do a lot of things to make this movie not make me feel quite so requiem for a dreamy as it does <laughs> like it's kind of gross to look at you know like i don't know i i, I do like it. i think there are parts of it that are genuinely really cute there are character turns there are funny lines in it yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it's all part of this is 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 like ET syndrome, where like ET the Atari game is kind of ambitious. It's not a great game, but part of like it being kind of a cool game is that like everyone says it's an unmitigated disaster. And yeah. It's not that. No. I feel like this at least has things to speak towards it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know. Uh, glad that we did it. I like it. Yeah. I could see. I'll watch it again before I die. I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was it was fun. Uh, I I actually had a very good time watching this. Hmm. Yeah. And talking about it. Yeah, good. Definitely a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks for supporting us on Patreon or buying this later. Yeah. Um, there are other episodes. If you have hopped in late, uh, go to duckfield.tv slash store to uh, to check those out as well. There's some there's some fun stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's probably about it. Like, we really do appreciate, you know, your support. Um, I forget how we end the show, Gary. So let's just say... I, I think we just say good night. Good night. Umbasa. <laughs>